0: Welcome to Jim's BBQ. Can I take your order? I looked at Liz and i what the fuck? I'm like, what <laughs> can I say? I'm like, <laughs> I love it when your is in my face.
1: Hey, you doing okay over there, Dennis? You, you need me to help you with some of that cocaine? Fitzroy's. <laughs> <laughs> Fitzroy's. Fitz God
2: damn it. Fitz Philip Fitzroy's.
0: And I and well my, and I said that was weird, right? That was that was wrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and and Mike's like, because I said, which one is she
1: with? <laughs> I know he tackles Dennis Quaid too, and it's like, hey, big brother, want to feel my dick?
0: He's Cleveland, my family guy. I'm gonna open this hatch.
2: It would have been funny if the shark had
0: like grown a little hand on its face it was like no 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 I'm gonna open it
1: up Mike and uh what do we have arm <laughs> yeah arm no no I'm sweet mm-hmm. oh <laughs> oh <laughs> oh Mike I've been
3: doing no <laughs> Sean was still laughing about that on Saturday when
1: we went out. Sarah does not think it's funny at all.
0: Have you been doing it to her?
1: Yeah, constantly. Who else would <laughs> I be doing it to, my boss?
2: That'd actually be kind of funny. You show up at work. Like, "Oh, Good morning, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: And
4: you're like, that mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
3: <sighs> That'd be a little yeah. sargy. You hold up like a bottle of wine in front
1: of you as you do it. I thought you were going to be like, he was doing
0: it too the bottle of wine. like. I "Mm -hmm." love this bottle
1: so much.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Sean asked me, I still haven't gotten around to doing any edit on that episode.
1: We're going to get a lot of (laughs) of mileage out of this one. (laughs) Oh, yeah
0: wow i hope you took good notes so you can refresh me with some of i i have some that's of what we have
3: uh, dylan here for he okay. the whole synopsis yep that's his that's his job yep so the rest of us don't have to remember anything
2: mm-hmm.
3: imagine that we give that to the stoner <laughs> to do hello and welcome to episode 235 of jim's bbq podcast i'm mike i'm dylan i'm sean and returning once again, we have the lovely Miss Elizabeth.
0: Three times.
3: Three times in a row. Wow. Yes, that can only mean one thing.
0: Pre- yeah. Down it. Down it.
3: Oh boy.
2: Yes. I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, Liz was on screen when I like signed on. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't yeah. like you tapped out after the second one.
1: She she has not yet dr- found the line drawn in the sand.
3: <laughs> okay, so we had a discussion about this last night, and she committed to actually going all the way through with us uh, to all the way through at least the next movie, if not Cruel Jaws as well. But then, but then she not only does that, she then doubles down and sends me another movie that she suggested that we should watch. Yep. Um, so she suggested, and maybe we should we, we should hold this for maybe um like one of our holiday movie ones. She suggested that we watch Noah Shark.
1: Oh god, that sounds so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and Noah uh Shark. yeah, I'm Noah Shark. In, I'm I'm in. I'm in. You sold me on it. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's a YouTube, couple of YouTube trailers. I think it's on Amazon Prime and Tubal?
3: Tubi. I think Sean is uh,
2: looking at the synopsis of it.
1: Why am I not surprised that it's on Tubi? Oh, I'm hearing some
2: pop. Yeah, I was just seeing where else it was. Okay. Yep. Did... <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, 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 yeah.
3: <laughs> Did... <laughs> Did you want to read the synopsis, Sean? Just to give a little... Uh, Give
0: us an in-a-world synopsis.
2: Let's see. I can't do the voice. Uh, A fame-seeking televangelist and his film crew. uh, His film crew team set out to find the fabled Noah's Ark, but discover that it is guarded by both an ancient curse and a prehistoric great white shark. Hmm so not only an ancient curse but also a shark on top of that yeah
0: <laughs> so, And
3: somehow uh, i think the broodies are going to be involved in this <laughs> <laughs> somehow um,
0: they will i uh, i i did watch the trailer um it reminds me very much of your thanksgiving movies um and the other part of it that i'm interested in and i'm not i'm not a a religious person but i i do have some biblical knowledge, some religious knowledge. Uh, the place where Noah's Ark is supposedly, if it did exist, would be is a mountain in Turkey called Mount Ararat. So, what a shark is doing on a mountain, uh, I'm very interested to find out.
3: Is what a shark like what a burger?
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, you look, Sean. So just perked up. He's like, oh, what a shark? What a shark? I wonder if they have any
2: special off-menu items I can research on the internet and not tell anybody about. Uh Wow. Like. He's
0: never going to wow. let it go. Never three years
2: go. later. <laughs> and he's still complaining about, like, his lack of research into things.
1: His lack of research. Can <laughs>
0: oh I put that up a little bit? I'm Flip one on screen. Yeah. That's right. You
2: could have watched like food review videos and stuff. I you know. know I it's cool. know. What's it's just uh a... on your other people. You you can uh uh
0: we look did. up one we of the We could
2: have. We dropped the ball. I was just I was
3: he
1: just likes, kind of joking. He likes
0: fun with his baby brother. Yeah, much like
1: Mike,
0: you, Mike you, you yeah, exactly. You guys
1: mirror the Brody brothers.
3: <laughs> Our names too.
1: Actually, Ooh. that's not really good.
3: Actually, we're going to come up to something where if Sean ever does this, I might have to punch him.
1: You. <laughs> I'm, I'm gearing up to punch you right now.
3: What? If he does, what?
0: You don't Sh- think that I wouldn't punch him first?
3: Uh, I would assume so.
0: <laughs> Why are we talking about punching Sean?
3: Well, we'll get to that we'll point to in, in a little into, bit. Uh...
0: To Jaws 3D. Yes. um, I was a little worried going into this. I have to preface. because I don't blame um, you. (laughs) Well, for for a multitude of reasons. Uh, Again, I've never seen it. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know who was in it. I didn't know. I mean, it was going into it blind. uh, Literally. Because I only see out of one eye. So 3D not only doesn't work for me. But it also looks ridiculous in every time I've ever gone to <laughs> see something in 3D. Because in my vision, it looks like somebody just put a sticker on the screen.
1: I mean, that's like basically a, what they did in this movie. Like a puffy sticker. That's how I would describe <laughs> this movie.
3: Yeah, so this um, this was a 1983 film. Um, and it starred uh, Dennis Quaid. How um,
1: is Dennis Quaid in this movie? I, I am not saying just... that as an apologist. I'm asking a serious question. Just how? It's so bizarre.
0: He hadn't really found his legs yet, I don't think.
2: No, nope. he... the sea legs on this one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or his agent just was booking him for really shit show movies. He looks too old to be playing Mike. <laughs> I don't know. No, he, uh, the thing about him though is he's always looked old because when he smiles, he's got the laugh lines. Yes. So even young, he looked older than he was. Now
1: he could play uh, Mike Crandall just fine, but
3: Leah Thompson and uh, Luke Asset
1: Jr. were also in this film.
0: So uh, Carolyn in the city and
1: yeah, my so-called mm-hmm. life. Oh wait, no, you're talking about Leah Thompson. She's yeah. Marty McFly's mom. Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, back to the future. Uh, So, yeah, this one... um, Wait a minute. Hold
1: on a second. Back up. You are forgetting about a couple of other important characters in this movie. You're forgetting about Bess Armstrong from My Mm -hmm. So-Called Life. You're forgetting about Louis Gossett Jr. I said Louis Gossett Jr. I didn't hear it.
0: Now, the only thing I know Louis Gossett Jr., I think, is Iron Eagle.
1: Officer and a Gentleman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah. and also PH Moriarty, a great name for
0: someone. It's a fake name for <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I'm like gonna I'm gonna he name left.
2: he was in uh he was in roots.
1: Did you say the what? guy's name?
2: PH Moriarty
3: or no, the other guy. A, what other guy? Oh with the, the uh, name. Oh, the oh name. so the best yes.
0: name in the best uh,
3: name in this movie easily in the world. Uh unfortunately I we've discovered also that he passed away. And it is one Simon McCorkendale, uh, which Liz will give you his full
1: name.
0: His full name is Simon Charles Pendered McCorkendale. <laughs>
1: Drop the Charles. He could just be Simon Pendred McCorkendale. Yes. What a fucking amazing name for really not a very impressive film.
3: <laughs> yes. Um this
1: this one uh
3: clocked in at 98 minutes. And uh Liz made the comment: oh, it looks like the movies are getting shorter and shorter as we progress in this series and she did a little fact checking on that and discovered that Jaws the Revenge the fourth movie is even shorter than this one that's good so it's just a trend
0: trims a little off the end
3: (laughs) yeah so the the other thing that Liz found out was about this movie and the fourth movie is is that they and this this was comical to me when I was thinking about this that they when they were making the fourth movie they pretended that this one did not exist. Like that Jaws <laughs> Revenge was like a direct sequel
0: to, Jaws, to Jaws 2. Yeah. And it even says that. It says um Jaws Revenge pretends like Jaws 3D never happened. Ah. So it's like the James Bond know. movie
2: that's not. I actually canon. did
1: not know that.
2: <laughs> so we've seen that with other film franchises. Halloween is pretty notorious because like like Halloween, uh the 2018 sort of pretends that two uh four, five, and six didn't uh didn't really exist. And it's it was like rebooted retconned. before that.
1: Yeah, It was re- rebooted before that too with like Halloween Resurrection, and then there's the Rob Zombie ones. I mean, yeah, oh, right
2: I, yeah, H20 and uh, yes, H20, uh, uh, pretty much just I think uh, Halloween, Halloween 2, and then H20 and Resurrection. So, those pretended four, five, and six didn't exist.
3: So, yeah. I, I'm I'm like, I'm thinking about the fourth movie and the like the people making it and everything going, Oh, we don't want to be associated with that shitty third movie.
0: <laughs> We're gonna wreck on it. And
3: then they <laughs> they made what they made.
0: Which I, kind of, I haven't
1: seen. I mean, it's just really funny that they wanted to go with it because on one hand, I'm like I could understand why you would want to skip over this movie. Um, and it also sort of explains why Mike just seems to be this slowly aging human being. <laughs> like, why the Brodies seem to just have, like, this weird, like, ability to, like, not, like, just live forever, seemingly. Um <laughs> And and I guess if they were trying to, like, do a kind of direct trilogy and, like, sort of wrap it up and if Jaws 3D was sort of thought as just, like, a weird marketing tie-in thing that wasn't really an official film, okay, I could understand that. But the fact of the matter is, that's not how it was made to begin with, so <laughs> it's almost like, yeah, like, wow, man, pish pos, Jaws 3D, such swill, we're gonna make Jaws the Revenge fuck out of here.
3: <laughs> and then well, and then they're like, yeah. We got attacked by sharks once. Ooh. That was a rough time. <laughs> Man, I Sean, do you remember that? It was it was like it was yesterday.
0: <laughs> Cuz it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay.
3: The I, I won't say it cuz there's something in the fourth movie that I still laugh about. And I haven't seen it yet. So uh, no you haven't spoilers. Seen it yet, but...
0: Or try to skip try to avoid yeah. the spoilers for future movies. Yeah.
3: Um well yeah, why don't we why don't we get started in uh our synopsis of this movie and we can start discussing this thing uh in depthly.
1: Sure, mm-hmm. a couple other int- like just notes I had about going in like I saw this years ago like in full down the shore, and I've only seen like bits and pieces of it, which are probably like, you know, the quote unquote good parts of the movie. So it's been a while since I've seen it. Um, I just got to say, quite a,
3: it's been quite a while since I've seen it, but I also remember seeing it
1: in the theater in 3D. That's pretty cool. At least there's yeah. that. Did you get to see it, Sean? He was two no. when it came out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was
2: two.
0: I was eight.
1: Did you ever watch it? at home with uh, 3D glasses?
2: I don't think so.
3: I don't remember them ever offering a version of it with 3D glasses. I'm sure they probably did.
1: Uh, I uh, did not see it in the theaters or watch it in 3D, um, but I had a friend who got some 3D glasses and said that it worked and made it much better uh, and that is an opinion that I strongly contest. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just like, I just like do not find the Brody sons to be good protagonists, particularly in this movie. And like, I know it's not good, but like, why they can't shake the shark? Like, it's just getting old. Like, just there's no reason for these animals to be constantly pursuing them. Um, well, why do
3: you think Sean moved to Colorado?
1: I uh, oh I heard he was moving to uh uh, uh Turkey after this to go to Mount
0: Ararat. Oh,
2: mm.
1: definitely no sharks there. Nope, nope,
0: not up on a Turkish hillside. Oh, no. I was
2: just gonna say, fun fact on the Blu-ray is that you you can watch like a, a 3D version of it, but it like has a little thing that pops up that like you need a 3D TV, you need like. Uh, I forget what it's like, HDMI, and uh, you need, obviously, glasses. Mm.
1: Ah, I did okay. not watch this in 3D, and uh, it certainly suffers for that. <laughs> um, it, there was actually a script treatment that Richard Matheson, the horror writer who did, like, I Am Legend did, but I don't think that much of it um, held up. And uh, <laughs> humorously, I, or rather, I found this to be really funny on Wikipedia – Uh, The film did not use any actors from the first two movies. Roy Scheider, who played police chief Martin Brody in the first two films, laughed at the thought of Jaws 3, saying that Mephistopheles couldn't talk me into doing it. They knew better than to even ask. He agreed to do the film Blue Thunder to ensure that he was not available for Jaws 3 (laughs) day. That's pretty fucking awesome. I I just like love that he's (laughs) like, fuck that. I'll do something else. (laughs)
3: Smart move. Yeah. Smart uh, move, Roy.
1: Get out. Also noted here, Dennis Quaid stated in a 2015 interview that <laughs> of all his films, he made the most aggressive use of cocaine during the filming of Jaws 3D and that he was high on the drug in every frame in which he appears. I
0: <laughs> I believe that. I totally I, believe it. I got, I mean, that was one of the vibes I got from him in the movie. Not that, you know, he was like, a speed freak but that he wasn't
1: he wasn't present
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> he was functioning on another plane in this room
1: <laughs> i could see that so well anyway uh without further ado let's uh let's start binging this coke i guess
0: let's dive in
1: with dennis quaid
3: just when you thought it was safe to go in the water again, again,
1: again. Carmen it's like, it's like that song. Uh what is it? It's like that Clapton song where it's just like if you were, if you got a shark on a loose, you know what to do,
3: cocaine. <laughs> oh. oh anyway. I didn't know that was
1: about Dennis Quaid and filming Jaws 3. It is. That's what that song is actually about. So, wait. Huh. So,
2: you're saying, like, uh, well, who wrote it? JJ Kale wrote cocaine like several <laughs> years before, predicting that Dennis Quaid would uh, be in a movie called, um, J-
3: called no. Jaws 3D?
1: Uh, well, no, I guess rather what I'm suggesting is that probably that movie and that substance were in strong use during the writing <laughs> and most certainly the acting of this movie. Well,
0: 1983, I would have to say cocaine would have been the drug of choice. I right. was
3: I was going to go the Jim. Mike was like, I was bumping lines every day. I was going to go to the Jim Edelston route and just say that J.J. Uh, Kale must be a time traveler. Wow. Possibly.
1: Yeah. Uh
0: well oh by
3: the anyway. way, Jim is once again on assignment.
1: Yes, he is.
0: He's at Mount Arrow Yeah.
1: Man, even Turn the uni- even the Universal logo looked shitty in this.
0: It did. It did. Jim, it looked like a stamp.
1: Jim's down at SeaWorld. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's brokering a deal. Yes. Uh and so <coughs> We open out in the ocean, like any good Jaws movie, of which there's only like one, uh, from the perspective of the shark, and it eventually zeroes. Uh, it makes it way its way to some fish. Um, that this was this part of it was definitely not filmed at a dock or an aquarium. Absolutely not. There's no way that could have happened here. Um, <laughs> so it zeroes in on what I believe is a grouper, and then there is a comically audible crunch as the shark bites into it. Uh, which leaves us with a floating fish head. One of the 3D sequences. However, regardless of whether the 3D is effective or not, we literally just see this floating fucking fish head for a <laughs> long time. Uh, yes. How is this exciting? <clears throat> <laughs> you know what's less exciting? And it just kind
3: of it, it turns and like stares at the camera too. Yeah, and it just makes you feel like really uncomfortable.
0: If you want we can say, and I'm not going to get into it right now because I'm going to rant about it later. Um, You could take that as a kind of foreshadowing to the cinematic qualities of this movie.
1: (laughs) I mean, sure. But, like, seriously, what's less exciting than a fish? One-third of a fish.
2: (laughs) Floating around.
1: Floating around.
2: (laughs) Staring <laughs> at eyes. Anyway, I guess.
1: You know what would the- have been
3: better is if the sound effect as the fish was floating in the camera was if it went. Mm-hmm. Oh.
1: Or. or, or <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Anyway, the logo. And, then it, up, and like, then it held up a can of Coke.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, after the fish head.
1: The logo was cool. I guess, um, but hey, if you liked water skiing in the, from the second film, well, there's a whole fleet of them in this movie. Oh, they um, love their water skiing in this film. I tell you, uh, what.
2: a nice least, outfit too.
1: <laughs> at scares. least they like lived up to their promise of there being a lot of water skiing, though. Like on
3: the, poster. the movie poster, did have um, a, like a water skiing
1: uh, painting, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Movie poster. Yeah. Um, the shark follows this water skiing team into a boat harbor and then a greasy mustache man distracts some girls and causes them to fall into the water. Do we ever see this guy again? I don't think yeah, so.
0: He gets killed.
1: Oh,
0: oh, is, that, he, oh is he is the olderman?
1: I- Overman, or, Ober- or the or guy Oberman? that is
0: like that got killed uh, fixing the lock on the. Oh, human. okay.
1: I didn't realize that was yeah. him. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. I mean, ha- he had like sorry hugely... The movie's so good, I didn't realize it.
0: <laughs> he had like hugely broad shoulders, and he looked like a walking human uh, stingray.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, look at you, skiers! Oh yeah. Don't tell my don't tell my girlfriend the barmaiden. <laughs>
1: was so fucking weird um but uh so uh water briefly floods the boat engine and but it's okay because the shark doesn't attack them it's kind enough to let these skiers go for now
3: oh by the way when when they were skiing a couple of the girls that were like i think they were doing like a pyramid formation or something and how they were like laughing to each other was really (laughs) kind of like That's what it was. And it was just like, I looked at Elizabeth and
0: I went, What the fuck? I'm like, (laughs) What can I say? I'm like, I love it when your foot is in my face.
1: (laughs) Yeah, if there's one thing I'll say about this movie, there's quite a bit of artificiality to it, including a lot of the acting. It's very wooden. Stilted, I think, was the word that I used for some of it. Um, then we meet the real terror of the movie. This lady who's directing a like a summer camp at the SeaWorld park. Yeah, I don't know oh. something scary about her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she, was like the, uh, she was like the
3: she uh, was like the training the uh, the like the uh, hosts for the park of how to how to welcome the guests. Yeah, which was kind of odd in that they were doing that, and then
1: like right next to them was like a press conference. Well, I mean, that's where she had to hold the uh, Hitler Youth uh, training sessions. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Your shorts are short enough. If she I might see be it more imposing
2: it. than the shark. I, I fully agree. <laughs> I think they should have just sent her
3: under the water to battle the shark. The shark and would, be would like, have been like, I'm good. Movie. I'm out.
2: <laughs> I'm going to go back up to Amity. Do you
0: you know, know what like, she reminded me of?
2: Your fins are short enough. <laughs> start, around with Jaws versus
1: reminds... the sea hag.
0: <laughs> I thought she reminded me of Mrs. Garrett from uh Oh,
1: from the facts
3: of life?
0: Yeah. Oh. She had that same hairstyle.
1: Oh. Um I guess, yeah. But yeah, there's this like press conference happening and like this like, I don't executive assistant guy, explaining a model of the proposed expansion, the Undersea Kingdom, which has a bunch of tunnels and exhibits under the water. And man, this guy fucking sucks. <laughs> He's such a terrible actor. He's just like, this thing is a model and I'm showing you exactly what we will be doing. One of my favorite <laughs> lines when he concluded, the only line he sounded excited about was, and a deluxe restaurant and cocktail lounge 40 feet below. I mean, I'm talking like this guy would have been great on an infomercial. Yeah.
0: Um, he reminded me. And again, I'm I'm going to date myself and Mike and maybe Sean a little bit. Um, did you ever watch um, film strips in class in school?
1: Yeah. Like really? here's how to like t- brush your teeth or some shit like that. Yeah.
0: So there'd be like a film strip and a cassette that would play. Yep and somebody had to go to the next film strip every time the cassette would ding. Um, And the voiceovers of those film strips were always of that quality. Today, we will learn how to brush your teeth. This is a toothbrush. (laughs) It was that, yeah, ding.
3: (laughs) Yeah. um... Well, what would you call him? Like a, um, uh, like a promotions director or marketing? Marketing, director. marketing? Yeah, I
1: referred to him as a stoolie, like
3: public relations, <laughs> like like PR yeah, guy.
1: I, I mean, not to make it like super relevant. He's like you know his chief of staff. He's the he's Mark Meadows. <laughs> mm. Oof. I have to I have to just say real quick, too, it took me a lot longer than this movie actually is to watch this because I was just reading all of the, like, insane shit that happened today at, the, like, the weird January 6th, like, testimony. And uh, all I'll say is, I think Mark Meadows is in some trouble. But anyway, yeah. that's why it took me a while to watch the movie. Uh, here we meet Calvin Bouchard, Louis Gossett Jr., uh, who's watching the skiers come back. But unbeknownst to all them, the shark has tailed them and follows them back through the gate. Um, But you know that he's a proper uh, shitty uh, corporate guy because they've got their pride flags out. Woo! (laughs) You know, corporations are all about pride. That's how you know they're a real shitty corporation. And he's schmoozing with the press. Wait, and, was uh, was Pride a thing back in 1983? No, I I don't know. I just no. saw like rainbow. I,
3: I I mentioned them too. I was like, oh, it's Pride Month there too. Well, <laughs> in
0: 1983, point, yeah. at that point, no. Which well, is
3: like, oh, these are colorful. Let's put these ones up.
0: I think it was
2: uh, a, yeah, just the 80s color scheme. I mean, you think about like socks that had like red and blue stripes on them, and like just. Yeah.
0: Fluorescent
2: colors. Fluorescent,
1: yeah. Neon. Right.
0: It it's
1: breezy, like the brightest grainy, thing in this uh, movie, considering how fucking grainy it is. Good God! It looks like somebody poured salt over this movie. There's so much like <laughs> graininess to the film. it's I, crazy. We all, Yeah. It we like, all had
3: the like the Blu-ray, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like it's very noticeable. Yeah. What? <laughs> That
2: somehow was improved upon. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like um, the the
3: second movie looked better than this one.
0: Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Yes. This 100 percent looked like it was made in 1983.
0: Oh, uh, with a camcorder.
1: Yeah. So Mike Brody, again, as played by Dennis Quaid and is way too old to be playing him and is also a Red Sox fan. Maybe that's like another bit of like inconsistency. Aren't they from New York?
3: Uh
1: Amity, I mean, it's a uh,
3: New England coastal town. So, I guess. You, yeah, Come you on. could, uh,
2: well, you could argue yeah, they might if, be. If the Brodies maybe moved there and then he grew up in the area, maybe he, yeah,
3: yeah. And you think the accent that all Sox the people,
2: thing.
3: you think the accent all the people on Amity Island had, you
1: know, that's true. the much mouth.
3: Yeah, oh, especially your favorite boater guy, the guy with the leg
1: hey you doing okay over there Dennis you, you need me to help you with some of that cocaine
3: <laughs> I'd like to hear I'd like to hear that guy do Eric Clapton's cocaine
1: wait when, when you ran into a shark and he bite off your leg cocaine <laughs> <laughs> So wait, wow, I a that's it. it's
3: like I, I could do requests here now. It's great. <laughs>
1: what, what does Dennis Quaid do at SeaWorld? I don't actually know what he does here. He just seems to be like is he like the head of maintenance or something?
3: He designed everything. Like he oh, designed he designed everything. The tunnels okay. and the all of the, the, the whole structure.
0: He was the engineer. Yes. Man, what the fuck about any of Mike's characters <laughs>
1: suggests he was going to be a fucking engineer in the first two movies? <laughs> God, this movie is insane. <laughs> okay, so he designed it and he's the engineer and he tells his crew to fix the gate before riding off to meet his uh, girlfriend who also works there, Kelly or Kay, right? That's Kathy. Yeah. Ka- Catherine? Cat, whatever. Oh, Kathy? Kathy? I don't know.
0: We also meet...
1: We also meet this guy, Dan, and uh, a blonde lady who is a dolphin trainer. Uh, and to which, while I was watching this, I, said, I joked, hey, how the hell did that dolphin get a hold of the stock dolphin sound effect soundboard? Because if you've heard a dolphin sound effect in a movie, it's in this movie. <laughs> it's every uh, it's, single bit from Flipper. It's
3: uh, Catherine, by the way. Catherine.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Mike finds Catherine riding Shamu. So like literally animal product placement. Gotta love it. Um, and says, ride em, cowgirl. Okay. Uh, and then after she gets off Shamu, uh, she says to about the dolphins in their tank, put Cindy and Sandy in the lagoon. They're getting fat. <laughs> what the hell was that? Oh, was that a oh, motorcycle? motorcycle. It was yeah, it was like a, a car. Oh god, it sounded like an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Is Jaws in there? Is it? Is it? Did it learn how to walk on land yet?"
2: <laughs> was Turns cool. out, uh, Sean Brody is
1: in this too, and he's beating them. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I wasn't really paying attention to what they were talking about. Um, and then we're introduced to wildlife expert. What's his name again? Vince oh, uh,
3: Simon M- Simon McCor- no, no, what's the, character.
1: <laughs> what's his fucking character's name again? Philip Fitzroy. Fitz Philip. Okay, I thought his name was Vince Royce. <laughs> <laughs> Philip <laughs> Vince Royce. Fitzroy. Simon McCorkingdale. No. Fitz. Fitzroy. <laughs> Fitzroy. God yeah. damn it. Fitz Royce.
2: <laughs> Philip Fitzroy. Fitzroy.
3: Fitz Royce. Carnegie. Vince Royce. Philip Fitz Vince Royce. (laughs) Oh, that happened. Like, that was a whole scene. Like, when he shows up and there's uh, like news crews and everything like that. And then it goes right to the scene where they uh, reunite uh, Mike and Sean reunite right out in front of the uh, entrance of the place, right?
1: Yeah, and he looks like a very sleazy big game hunter. uh, And Sean is also in a big hat. So, yeah, I don't know. These are just characters are appearing and doing things. Well, let's
3: talk about this scene.
0: uh, Sean went off, obviously, to Colorado. Because there's no sharks in Colorado. Because there's no sharks, there's no water, he's landlocked. He went to be a cowboy.
1: Yes, he's a cowboy. Or he went to go grow a lot of weed. That could be
3: possible. He, he was a weed wrangler out there. That's why he had the cowboy
1: hat. Yeah, exactly. He was wrangling them uh them weed weed uh them weeds.
3: So they have a very uh uh great moment of uh welcoming or you know a big brotherly embrace right something that Mike here never does I try to Sean doesn't like to be hugged <laughs> um
0: uh but yeah moving after that
3: um, yes, uh, Catherine and Sean go full on lip lock um,
0: <laughs> as a yeah, greeting. Kind of as a
3: greeting, it was incredibly Literally, like what she, the hell?
0: She wrapped her arms around his neck and mouth kissed him for at least <laughs> a count of five. And maybe, they, I was like, maybe they're swingers. And I and well Mike and I said, that was weird, right? That was that was wrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> and 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 Mike's like, because I said, which one is she with? <laughs> and then I said, she obviously likes a brother sandwich. Yeah. At which point I started to gag. <laughs> because I love you, Sean. I would do anything for you, Sean. I never want to kiss you, Sean. I don't care if you look like Chris Hemsworth. (laughs) All
1: right, so listen. (laughs) So this would
3: be the point that Sean would get punched by one or both of us.
0: (laughs) It's like if you ever tried to kiss your brother's uh, girlfriend, like Sean in the movie kissed Kay, you should get punched or slapped or at least. Bro, what's up? Well,
2: you know what they say: every kiss begins with K. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: is she, the family bike?
2: Uh, you
3: know what? You know what's funny <laughs> is that is a podcast callback. Oh yeah, it is. Like from year one or two, I want to say.
2: What was the every kiss begins with K? Yes. Oh, we'll, we'll just leave that hanging out there. But
0: well, <laughs> yeah, right, go let's... back and watch that greeting and tell me it's not fucking wrong.
1: All right, so just put it out there. I mean, I mean to have to
2: make weird noises, either. Uh,
0: mm. mm. Well, I have to wonder, maybe that actress was actually schtipping
1: mm.
0: that actor.
1: Maybe. <laughs> Dennis, Qu- that's why Dennis Quaid was on so much cocaine. <laughs> um, look, for any of our hardcore fans out there, the hardcore Jim's BBQ fans, I'm expecting some uh, some slash fiction now about Mike and Sean being uh, into wife swapping.
0: <laughs> well, it wouldn't even be white. Well, okay, or, maybe wife swapping because I'm using that term swapping. loosely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um that is unfortunate. I must have been looking away because I didn't realize that that happened and uh, I will definitely not be going back and thinking yeah. about that before I go to bed tonight.
3: And you're going to go back and watch that scene now, aren't you?
1: Yeah, but I'm just going to imagine it's all three of you. Oh. Um, so... mm. <laughs> Sounds like the shark in this movie. Uh, <laughs> at, at sunset... Um, the 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 mustache man from the beginning of the movie jumps into the water to fix. Oh, the- Oberman, Oberman, Keith Oberman, Oberman. Keith yeah, Oberman, Keith Oberman. Oberman. Uh, he gets startled. Well, I mean, Keith Oberman and this guy were similarly box bodied. I could see the confusion. Um, he gets startled by some fish, and then the shark, which gets him. And it's also just kind of funny. It just sort of is like. Ah, ah, ah. Um, no stock of Hooper Screams in this one. Well, that Um, that cost
3: him at least an arm and possibly a leg.
1: Well, here we have another 3D effect of a floating arm. I'd like to introduce you to the armless wonder. So, so far we have the legless wonder, the gasoline wonder, and now the armless wonder. And I think I remember the one for Jaws the Revenge, but I'll save it. Mm.
0: So I noticed in that scene... um he goes down to fix the, the gate because it had gotten rammed off track or something by the shark, by the shark following the water skiers into the lagoon. Um, so he went down to fix it and lock it. And he's not scuba diving or snorkeling. All he has is a mask. He's holding his breath. And like you said, he got startled by fish movement. Now, what do you do when you get startled? Mm-hmm. You, you gasp. Yes. It's involuntary. H- how the fuck do you hold your breath and get startled?
1: <laughs> well, they didn't. They didn't say it, but he's like half fish.
0: Okay, I figured he was. Aquaman. <laughs> no, no, he was built like Aquaman.
1: We're uh, at a bar, and uh, we meet Oberman's uh, waitress girlfriend, who's got a very '80s getup on.
0: Oh, and- that bandana! Oh, been- the fashion
3: of the '80s. Let me tell you. She looked like she was ready for an aerobic
1: session.
0: That's what I said. <laughs>
1: <It's> yeah. Like, <laughs> With uh, Olivia Newton-John. Let's get physical, physical. Let's get
3: physical, physical. And I don't she, uh, know more uh, lyrics.
1: <laughs> Just enough. Uh, and she goes up to Mike and Sean and Kay, who are probably all discussing a threesome at this point. Um, and informs them that uh Oberman is messing around with that little bitch down at the dock. Is that what she said? Yeah, Something like that. Um, and then Sean being the reigning champ of stand-up. Is that what he said? Standoff, stand off. Okay, I thought he said stand up. It's like standoff. He's the national champion of standoff, which is a game where you are you When you're drunk, you have to just knock people off balance using like your flattened palms. So he challenges the bar's champ uh, to it, which is this girl whose name I don't remember. Um,
3: oh, man. I'd be fucking good at this game. <laughs> yeah, you would.
1: Well, we find out why he's a national champ. He cheats and says his fly is open, making her look down, and he pushes her over, and he winds this up was, buying um... her two drinks. This was Kellyanne Bukowski. Kellyanne. Okay, her name is Kelly. So it's, wait a minute. So it's Kathy
0: and Kelly?
3: Well, like Sean said, every kiss begins with K. I <laughs> guess mm-hmm. you're right.
0: Yeah, so um, the scene with the fight or the, the the slap fight or the push fight or whatever it, it is, the, the game that they made the physical up, physical activity, um, is my first real notice of the horrible framing in this movie for cinematography (laughs) i think the cameraman was drunk too because at no point going forward in the rest of this movie do you get a full body shot acting moment like where two actors are speaking to one another where you see their full bodies i didn't know the rules of this game So I'm like, so what is the premise? Is she standing on, like, something slippery? Are they standing on
3: something
0: wobbly? Uh, Are they trying to balance and push each other off? Right. Um, No, it's just, (laughs)
3: Well, the fucking thing is, it's like, you looked over at me and said, what is this game? Like, I'm an expert in all games. And I'm like, I don't know.
0: Because you only see them for that entire scene from the waist up. Like I have no idea. Are they trying to balance on something and push each other off of something? No, it's like it's like drunk patty cake.
1: <laughs> it's not even like chicken, which is like fun to play in like a pool or something like that. It's just you're just pushing each other over because you're hammered. I don't know. I um, I've never I've never uh, played that game.
3: You're gonna introduce uh, standoff to
1: all of your friends now, aren't you?
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> but yeah, every frame, every... Yeah, um... I'm going to go
1: to fucking St. Vitus and I'm going to open up the fucking pit <laughs> by playing fucking standoff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How
0: do we but play Dennis this? Gonna,
3: or, <laughs> Dennis, I get Dennis Clay. Dylan's going to go to St. Vitus and go, guys, 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 hold up. I have a game we can play while we're waiting for the next band to come on. It's called standoff. What we do is... We create a big circle around two people and they try and push each other off of where they're standing. Okay, Dylan. Yeah, yes. that's
1: the response that, that should happen. <laughs> it's, that, yeah. it's like the game, it's like the fucking shit you it's moshing to like <laughs> doom metal, where it's just two people pushing each other for a really fucking long time, and it's really boring and fucking weird to watch, but at least there's this weird noise in the background.
0: Right, but every <sighs> I say that out uh, of love. <laughs> but I have to say every so that pretty much pulled me right out of the movie because all you see is them from the belt buckles up. Um, and for the rest of the movie, anytime two actors are speaking to one another, you only see them from the belt buckle up to the point. Where you don't even see their hands because their hands are hanging below their belt buckle, and there's a a, a, a dialogue coming up between um, Michael and Kay, where he had I didn't notice but he had a cigarette he was smoking, but because his hand was out of the shot, it made it look like she was on fire. <laughs> and I said and I said to Mike. I'm like, is she on fire? Where's the smoke <laughs> coming from? Because That's you, amazing. Because of the framing of every dialogue shot for the rest of the movie, you can't even see their hands because they are out of shot. It's I mean, awful. that probably
2: would have made more sense than some things in the movie.
0: If she was on fire, yes. Yeah,
2: if she just was
1: spontaneously on fire. Well, so, no, I mean, he was high on coke and he <laughs> let the cigarette drop into her hair. True. <laughs>
0: So when I remember going back to Jaws two, um, you had kind of commented about, oh my God, all of the boat footage, all of the you know cinematic boat ocean footage. At least it was pleasant to look at, and it wasn't a cutout of two people t- talking, and you can't see their hands or their gestures or anything below their waist. It was terrible.
3: It, it would literally be the scene is like us like looking at each other talking like how we look on the screen right now.
0: Yep, no hands. You wouldn't be able to see my hands. And but you would see me like moving. But you wouldn't see the hands. It was terrible. Really the 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 director of photography in this movie should have been shot
1: it should have been sacrificed to the shark see what the problem what what you're suggesting or rather what you're saying Liz is that the camera tactics they used uh to film the shark in which they only film you know its head or its tail they applied also to the human actors which yes they it not was applied
0: <laughs> unilaterally and they and again in that short, it's they like act- they only had
1: one lens and they're like we're not changing the size of the lens <laughs> at all it stays this way.
0: And and we'll come back, but shortly after the scene where I thought she was on fire, um, they're getting ready to go underwater. The Fitzroy guy was getting ready to go underwater, and they need to show him putting something on his utility belt of you know for their dive. And rather than panning out and showing him from the head doing the thing, they pan down. So all you see is from the nipples to the waist, like the <laughs> nipples to the top of the thighs. So I'm like, do they only show human beings in two-foot increments in this movie? (laughs) The answer? Yes. Yes. But let's go back to the bar where they tried to push each other over, uh, I guess, with the drunk patty cake. Uh,
1: Well, uh, Kelly, uh, who we'll just say again is one of the water skiers, uh, apparently condones this... um, lineage running cheating and sexism, uh, that is in the Brody family and joins Sean, uh, with Mike and Kay ordering two beer brand beers, my favorite, uh, the promise of two beers and cheating at a game seems to be enough to win her over. then we meet these two goons, um, that are like whispering everything as they're like sneaking onto the aquarium property. Uh, it's just clearly some really bad ADR like post work uh, going on here, but it has about the same effect as whispering in like, you know, a porno that would have been released at this mm. time. <laughs> like they're really, it's just like, okay, put it over there. Yeah. Grab it. Take it slowly. <laughs> like this <laughs> sounds like fucking porn. There's also just, so much footage of random wildlife in this movie too. Like in this scene alone, we get like a crawdad or a lobster, you a big a ass soft shell turtle, a frog that somehow was not in 3d as far as I could tell that jumps in the water.
0: Basically I, the the, the, the thing I took from that is the two guys um, were truly Floridian ninjas Um. Oh my were... god.
1: This movie is just Florida man, the film. It was.
0: It was Florida Man on film. Uh Florida ninjas. Uh, like the whole get the get the boat and it they and it blows up. <laughs> no, we have to drag it the rest of the way. All eight feet to the swamp. Yeah. <laughs> um and then like to prove that we like are a, filming a,
3: a, an inflatable boat, all less. at least nothing. <laughs>
0: to, to prove we are filming in a swampland. Let's pose individual animals on obviously prop rocks <laughs> yeah so you have the a crab very,
1: or at the very <laughs> least like staged nature
0: <laughs> it's like it's like you have a crab and you expect almost like an aa t- style introduction as these animals are are identified it's like i i'm a crab mr frog i'm a frog yeah, you're waiting for like some. I've place been sober over.
3: for seventeen months.
1: <laughs> I'm or I'm. You're waiting for like the crab is a commonly found crustacean in the estuaries <laughs> of Florida, and then just like soft shell turtles are a fine delicacy in other countries because it's fun to make racist generalizations about other places in '83, <laughs> and then it's like frogs eat insects. Don't kiss it. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and, and the softshell turtle was precariously balanced on the rock and was like trying to get its feet down. So it's like, how the fuck did it get up there? It's obvious that somebody just placed it and said, flying, action!
1: Dude, they had a flying crab. They, crabs can fly in Jaws' in Jaws' uh, <laughs> world, in the Jaws' reality. I think turtles can as well. The
0: the turtles Jaws can Cinematic levitate. I believe, turtles can levitate.
1: Yeah, it's like Gamera. Um, so Sean and I literally I did not know her name was Kelly I wrote Sean and girl Sean and Kelly (laughs) go out to her car and find Mike and Kay being romantic but it sounds more like they just kind of fell asleep and they woke it up they're just so clearly acting like they got caught oh how oh little baby brother i was just like oh my god this is such a bad like this is actually terrible acting like it's so bad (laughs) but it's really fucking funny and we find out that sean has inherited uh chief brody's fear of the ocean but not lagoons um this scene is fucking painful to watch the acting here is awful and the scene i'm talking about is not with Sean, but rather with Mike as he's relating the shark attack and how Sean went to school in Colorado because he hated it here and all this other fucking shit that is just like the staging for it is terrible. The writing for it is terrible. It's all so bad. It's And it's so dramatic. Like it's so corny. You can literally see the scenery peeling off. It's just that bad. Is this the
0: part where you thought her hair was on fire? <clears throat> no, no, he didn't have a cigarette at
1: this. God, point. they should have put her hair on fire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but and then,
1: and, but and then he has the this line where she's like, "Oh man, just everything's so complicated or some shit. What are you gonna do? What are we gonna do?" He goes, "Just give up your life and follow me." man sounds like a raw fucking deal to me
0: (laughs) because she does that thing well he's like he's behind her and he's got his arm up over her chest and she pats him on the chest and is like so did you get a phone call and i'm like the fuck (laughs) what
1: what what's going on like what what is what's happening what is the plot of this like phone call about what it, it's speak. just all—it's it, all just explained rapidly to just get it out of the way. It's... So
3: he—he he was given a job offer to Venezuela. go to Venezuela,
1: Argentina, Venezuela, 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 Venezuela
0: Argentina.
3: Venezuela. Yes. <laughs> you don't listen to me, do you, Cat Catherine K Kelly, whatever K name you are? Do you? It was Venezuela, not Argentina.
1: I'm going to have to start learning Spanish or whatever fucking stupid thing he yeah. said. <laughs> Yo necesito
3: el baño.
0: <clears throat> and she's like, and they're talking about, you know, should she follow him and all that stuff, which I get, but it's like, what what does this have to do with <laughs> any fucking thing? <laughs>
1: <clears throat> things Dennis Quaid should not do. Learn Spanish. Other things Dennis Quaid should not do. Go to Venezuela. <laughs>
3: I don't know. Maybe he should have just immediately left SeaWorld and gotten on a plane and gone to Venezuela.
0: That would have made this movie so much better.
3: Yeah. because yeah, it would have been over with. He would have <laughs> they, they would have just shown him in Venezuela having whatever Venezuelans eat. Maybe Some beef. Some coffee, maybe. Do they the yeah. Venezuelan coffee? And uh that would have yeah. been the end of the movie. Roll credits.
1: <laughs> we have no idea. <laughs> there's a shark there, who cares? Uh, anyway.
3: Overman died somehow, or <laughs> at least not at his least problem. Lost, yes. At least lost his arm in 3D. And that's the end of the movie.
0: But uh the next the next thing that came up, um, like you said, uh that this whole scene from the the two drunks in the car where I'm like, which one's driving?
1: <laughs> uh yeah, Sean and Kelly are playing this like weird version of "Come and Get Me" down at the beach, where they're like running around these little like flag aisles. I'm not, I really don't know what's going on, but anyway, this is all leading up to Sean talking about why he's afraid to go in the water. But of course, nobody can resist the allure of a naked woman in an eighties movie.
3: I was going to say that the power of the pussy. That's
0: what? actually I said that.
1: Oh. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, oh, so just like in an '80s movie, the man speaks for the woman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, no, I I forget what the context I said it is. I think it was I was annoyed. I was still annoyed that that push you game was only shot from the waist up, and I couldn't tell what was happening. So she's running through the, the flags, and 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 I I was like, where are her pants? <laughs> like, <laughs> She's got a shirt on. He's fully clothed, but where are her? Did she just chuck her pants somewhere? <laughs> I
3: think is so. Is
0: that why she lost? Did she her pants fell down? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. That, also, that,
3: that I... is a rule of standoff. You lose one article of clothing <laughs> and she chose her pants.
1: Also, and I just want to point out like that yeah, it is kind of taking us a while to get through this because just like just so much of what is happening is incomprehensible. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and the the you know the that she runs out into the water and is like, come on, it's okay. <laughs> and it's like it's like what could get a guy to
3: It's so funny though, like you you said something, like he started to go to the water and the water just lapped over the tips of his boots. And you go, Oh no, his leather boots <laughs> and then He's in the like, movie
2: he goes,
0: My boots <laughs> Yeah, I
2: was very yeah. worried about the boots.
0: because cowboy boots uh at least now they are are really fucking expensive and he's wearing cowboy boots and those are like 400 dollars a pair so we'll say adjust for inflation they were 180 bucks yeah Uh, but but you get salt water on leather (laughs) what are you doing dude
1: (laughs) but okay and to further back up liz's astute observation of bad just filmmaking. The editing in this is crazy because we jump back to the goons. Like, so we're jumping between Mike and Catherine and Sean and Kelly and these two nameless uh Oh, misprints. by the way, they
3: were coral thieves.
1: Oh, okay. Thanks for explaining that movie. The yeah. coral thieves. So they broke... So we're back to them and And they're diving down, and now that explains what they are, because I was not clear what they were trying to do. I was like, oh, is this from, like, some other company that's trying to, like, sabotage the place? Because I thought, oh, maybe that was part of the plot of the movie. God, I fucking wish it was. Um, It's not. (laughs) I was like, oh, maybe they're trying to, like, steal animals. So I was like, what are they trying to steal? Like, these little fucking crabs that they're just showing for no fucking reason? Like, I didn't know the crab market was booming in 83. (laughs) You could put that as the title of the episode. The Crab Market was booming in 83. Um,
3: I would just, I would probably just Crab Market in 83.
1: <laughs> uh, so Mike and Kay stumble upon Sean's now ruined boots and clothes, and they totally cock block him by pretending to be security. Cut back to the goons, The oh, I'm sorry, the coral thieves, getting pulled down into the water as well as their blow up wrap. Which I actually thought was kind of a cool effect to not show the shark. And like the thing is, I feel like you would have this should have like let in the movie. I felt like this would have been a more exciting opening than, you know, the fucking floating fish. fish head that we got.
0: <laughs> I,
3: I prefer the
1: fish head.
0: And that's where of course like,
3: you do. I know yeah.
1: I know you always prefer the fish head. You love <laughs> to receive fish head.
0: So uh the cock locking part, like. Kay and Mike already know that baby brother's trying to get him some. So they are like, shh, let's go. go, go, go." I'm like, ew, why are you going to spy on your brother who's trying to get him some? And then like,
3: Liz, Liz, let's go. Let's go see where Sean is.
1: Oh,
0: God, okay. No.
1: Okay. Excuse me. You need to think about these kinds of comments because it's steadily getting more difficult to <laughs> discern which Sean or Mike we're talking about.
3: I know. I know. I was kidding.
1: But we uh, must tread way. lightly.
0: And then I oh. made the comment of so in in Jaws two, Sean was basically would have needed a lifetime of freaking therapy probably some inpatient after sitting on a overturned boat while a giant shark ate people in front of him Wait a
1: minute so Sean in in the movie in, in Jaws 2 he's like what 12 10, 10 10? Or, yeah 10 or 11 So that's so uh so that is uh 1978 and this is 83 So this is five years later. Absolutely not. This movie has to be taking place somewhat in the future because he, there's no way he's fucking fifteen and doing that. Right. Right. That I don't think, illegal.
3: <laughs> I don't think the time is uh, of the gap between when the movies was made is an exact gap of how much time has taken place in the jars, jars in the Jaws universe. <laughs>
0: And, my, and, yeah. and so, like, my in my head, we were talking about what could possibly get a kid who has moved across the country to get away from the water into the water. Apparently some...
3: You're, you're blaming it on the pussy?
0: Yeah.
1: On the poon.
0: Like Leah Thompson's. Yeah. Specifically.
1: So anyway, um, yeah, I liked when that raft got sucked down. That was pretty cool.
3: I, I was like, I was "Like, man, that, that that shark really does not like rafts, apparently."
1: Um. Okay, but then it's the next morning at their house. Whoa whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on.
3: Let let let's let's not jump let's not jump forward too much. Let's talk about what happens when they do finally they they use the megaphone and all that, right? And oh, then no, all yes. of a sudden it becomes like, a water fight where... It's so weird. Sean grabs Catherine and, like, suplexes her into, like, the water. Like, grabs her from the waist, from behind, and literally, like, throws her over his own head and into the water. And let's be honest, he
1: probably has a boner.
4: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) He probably uh,
1: has a boner. (laughs) I know he tackles Dennis Quaid, too, and it's like, hey, big brother, wanna feel my dick?
3: (laughs) I mean, this movie is just like an embarrassment of riches. I mean, it's just...
0: (laughs) Hey, big brother, you wanna feel my dick? (laughs) Oh, no? Let me show it to your girlfriend.
3: (laughs) I mean...
1: God, it was- it's like this movie. It just it made me like kind of un. I felt I'm like I feel like almost embarrassed for like what they're doing or being made to do in this movie. Like they think that someone's like, yes, yeah, so this is normal human behavior. <sighs> well, I don't maybe know. It's in like Florida. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just this movie is just so fucking specifically of its time, and it's it's kind of bad because of that, but. there's something like pretty like it's still kind it's still entertaining. Like it's just like holy shit, this is like pretty so bad that it is it's not unforgivable. I guess I don't find Jaws 3 to be offensively bad. It is bad, like it is remarkably bad, but it didn't it doesn't really make me upset. And I think that's kind of why I'm letting this go. What's up?
3: I I was gonna say I think Dylan's turning a corner. (laughs)
1: Yeah, maybe the, I'm under the spell of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, what about he th- wants
3: to be? He wants to be thrown into the surf by Sean Brody, <laughs> yeah.
1: with a boner.
2: With a, bon- with a boner, yeah.
1: We could differ. This is how they differentiate uh, <laughs> this continuity from Jaws: The Revenge continuity. In that universe, their last name is Boner, so it's Sean Boner, <laughs> Martin Boner. Mm. <laughs> hmm. Brody Everybody's boner. walking
0: around with raging boners and a coke habit.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, how about the part where he's just like, hey, is this my beeper? Or your beeper, 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 I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> <Or> i <I'll take
0: laughs> his beeper. You think they all oh, the fo- like, yeah.
1: They like all woke up and just did like a bump of cocaine and started drinking coffee.
3: Sean looked a little uh, worse for wear yeah. the following morning. He looked talking yeah. over.
1: Well, yeah. I really thought that Dennis Quaid looked like he was coked out in this scene, like even the part where he's like on the phone and he's just like, "What? Oh my god! All right, what's up? I have to go to work," and then just like, "Oh my god!"
0: I just like that he was holding the dog's ears while it was eating.
2: Yeah, that I found strange.
0: <laughs> like with basset hounds, you have to kind of do that, but most people get like a. A clip that you could buy for dogs like he that. He
3: was he was showing a softer side to uh,
2: Mike Mike uh, Brody.
0: So what happened? I mean, did
2: like he's all cooked out and he just tweets well, out on the dog drink faster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I just I okay so obviously Kay and Mike Brody live together right.
3: I, I presume so. Okay, and you
0: know what? Actually, this scene too,
1: Liz, as you with the with the long thing, I feel like there's some uncomfortable touching in this scene too.
0: There very much is.
1: Like there she's like, is- oh, baby brother.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> finally, finally rears its ugly head.
0: I'm like, oh, you have morning wood. I mean, what what is? It's like, and what happened?
1: Oh, look at those
3: blue balls. What
0: happened to Kelly? Like, did she did did, did they really cock him and she really was like, yeah, you know what? After this water fight, I'm just gonna go home.
1: No, I I imagine they like probably boned eventually. And then he got back at like he got back like two hours before that that moment. He got he got okay. two hours of sleep and he was just really hung over. And uh, Dennis Quaid was like, I came back and did like, you know, three bumps of coke. So I was just up all night anyway, waiting for you.
3: <laughs> it was actually, um, it, they they all went back to the uh, dwelling, the house, the apartment,
1: whatever. And they just had a glorious four-way.
0: Yeah, I figured it must have been like an orgy situation. Yeah,
1: yeah I assume that's is all what they talk about in this scene that I was also not paying attention to. Um, then so then he woke there's
2: a uh, uh, coke with the bass hound.
1: <laughs> yeah, he blew it in the dog's ear. They they all plan to um, move
3: move down to Venezuela together after this.
1: <laughs> Live in a commune. Yeah. <laughs> uh so um there's some dolphin training. We meet Dr. Were I don't I don't know. I was kind of like, have we met this person before?
3: I was gonna say they had uh, children together. And so uh, some of them were um, they were introduced to their child as uncle father.
1: <laughs>
0: my my daddy um, uncle. Also
1: like Fitzroy shows up and he just looks a lot different in this now. Like he just is like, oh, hello. I'm like, I don't know. He looked kind of like um, he looked like John Jacobson. <laughs> this, this strange performing artist
0: <laughs> that oh,
3: visited my middle school. <laughs> Hello, I'm Philip Fitzroy.
1: I couldn't
0: tell if he was trying to be English or Australian. I
1: couldn't tell either. Yeah, I don't know. So the wife of uh, the the girlfriend or whatever, the wife of Oberman comes up to Mike and throws a bag of his shit at him. I guess she thinks that he ran out on her. And uh, so Mike gets out the most like lemon looking submarine I've ever seen to look for this guy because they think like maybe he drowned or something. Uh, even though he's like, oh no, he's just like drunk somewhere. And then we cut to the quote control room and oh wow, yeah. does this look <laughs> terrible? I mean, like it's just the worst composite shot of the exterior of the uh, aquarium on a screen and this control room. Like I'm talking like it's monster Island control from the Godzilla movies. Like this was built out of cardboard.
0: It's filing cabinets facing the wrong way. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably what it is.
1: Oh man. There's like two people that work here besides the guy who owns the place. Like that's the other thing I love about it. There's only two people that work there. Liz
2: has a favorite
3: that worked in the control room.
0: So the black guy, who only has a few lines in the entire movie,
3: and he gets owned. He's, well, does he? Yeah,
0: yeah. he does. He, um, well,
3: I thought maybe. Uh, well, we'll get to that scene. I'll I'll question that in a minute. But go ahead.
0: He's he's Cleveland, Trump family guy. I'm gonna open his hatch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I guess so. Yeah, he kind of did have that vibe. We, we the did new? fact there's check shark.
3: that. <laughs> we did fact check that, and it, he he didn't provide the voice for, or he doesn't provide the voice of Cleveland. I'm definitely guy. But, but he certainly I, does fucking sound like so, him.
0: He sounds like it, and like his his actions in the movie are very. I'm on, it's raining. <laughs> it's
1: it's a re, You know, it's a real shame they didn't um, get Richard Pryor to be this character. Because then he could have been in Superman 3 and Jaws 3. And
0: he could have been doing heroin and coke with Dennis Quaid.
1: Exactly. He also would have been way funnier and it would have made this movie better. <laughs> For like his, what, three lines? Yeah. Well, no, it's Richard Pryor. He would have a lot more lines in this oh, man.
0: In You don't hear.
1: So um <laughs> anyway, they then direct their toy submarine down towards <laughs> the, you know, model of the aquarium. The submarine like fades in and out of existence too, like because of the 3D effect. <laughs> it's like it's, it, did, it's so charmingly dated. Did it look like to me? I mean, they're
3: they're like piloting this thing down to into the depths of the lagoon, and at times when they're in it, they all look like they're like,
2: okay, we're piloting this thing. Well, they're paddling. It's oh, the paddling! They look
3: so
0: yeah, scrunched up. because they're behind them are their fins. They're it's like oh, oh I, I thought
1: they were jets. I, I thought it had little jets, and it was it's not oh. really a submarine. It's more just like a thing that like speeds them along so they don't have to like swim really slowly. Um, oh, and okay. Like,
3: I thought they well, looked like really like all like kind of
0: with like you and me crammed into you, my car. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing I started to notice was like, I'm like, man, this movie is starting to feel like really familiar. And I realized that the movie deep blue sea is basically just a remake of jaws three. There's a lot of things that it has in common. Like there's, and, and I'll, I'll get to it there, but this was one of the things that reminded me of it. Also they just like are hanging out in front of a fake skeleton for a while. Like, okay, it's not a real dead person. There's more dolphins. And then an eel, oh, like even
2: oh, 3D effect with the skeleton.
1: I think it was, but again, it yeah. just looks stupid. Um, there's an eel because uh, they're like exploring the like wreck uh, area, and then shark, like. <laughs> well, you know what big... I was expecting.
3: What? With, with the you know what I was expecting with the wreck is that like it would have had the name orca on the wreck of the boat down there, like the the boat that was down in the bottom of the lagoon that it would say orca on the on the hull of it
1: that like mike was like i designed this it was helping me deal with my trauma <laughs>
3: right, right i was half expecting to see that like yeah. not remembering too much about too many of the finer details <laughs> of this movie i was half expecting to see like orca on the on the hull of the 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 wreck boat
1: down there don't forget to visit Quinn's, uh Shark Shack on the way out. and Pick yourself up some boiled shark teeth as a souvenir. Wow. All right. Um, yeah. So the shark broccoli. is like this big blocky hard plastic thing. And uh, apparently it's not really interested in eating anything, just like crushing it um thankfully the dolphins save mike and Kay from the fast forwarding shark footage playing behind them <laughs> and uh it really is just like sped up shark footage it looks really yeah. silly um mike and Kay manage to get out of the water and the shark is like trapped in the dolphin tank i guess um or something and so uh fitz royce proposes to lure the shark into a staging area and then kill it and Kay suggests capturing the shark but Mike's protests and says that great whites are murderers. You know what else is murder? Dennis Quaid's armpit sweat. You need to pay oh, yeah. off so the coat <laughs> And I'm like, okay, this is kind of a fucked up position we're in. The aquarium, like Lewis Gossett Jr. is in this scene too. And for some reason, the CEO of an aquarium needs to be convinced not to kill an animal but these are also animals that can't be or should be in captivity. No one's just like just let it go back to the wild. They're all just like we must murder this thing. It's like it's cursed. They are murderers because they've killed my family. We should study it even though it probably won't live. Like This movie the is the term, morally very, con- very conflicting.
3: The term kill the beastie on camera was used. Yes. I, I love that phrase.
0: Well, it seems like um, Fitzroy was a like a big game hunter. Yeah. I thought he was a
1: wildlife expert. And they're like, oh, we're, <laughs> I guess he just is like killing things.
0: Well, his manservant there that has all the camera equipment, the old guy. <laughs> the mans- yeah, <laughs> no else. He's he's very British. He's got his like his butler with the camera. Yeah, yeah his Alfred. Um, and. uh, I can't tell. Like I said, I don't. I couldn't tell if he was trying to be Australian or English. And then, was he like the predecessor of, uh, of uh, the crocodile guy?
1: Oh, like Steve Irwin? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe a little bit. He was like bad crocodile Dundee.
0: Mm. <laughs> so, but
1: anyway, they gear up to catch the shark. I wasn't really paying attention to this scene either. Um, this
0: is the scene where I thought she was on fire. <laughs>
1: yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs>
0: uh, so he, they're, they're arguing about her going down. He doesn't want her... Uh, Michael doesn't want her to go down with them too. Because she's going to have a spear with like a dart a sedative on the end of it. And he doesn't want her to go down there. He doesn't think she needs to. Um, and again, they're almost arguing and there's smoke coming up from like behind her left elbow and i'm like
3: and well you know what i said that i thought it was originally was i thought it was like um you know like when during the winter time when we go outside and you 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 breathe and like the air comes out and it's it's Steamy. I thought that's what I thought it was like out of his mouth. I was like, wait, why is it, Why is that happening in this movie in Florida? In Florida,
0: and then you realize because he finally lifts his hand enough to be seen out of shot or in, in the shot that he's got a lit cigarette. Right. I'm like, what what the hell is going on?
3: It, and, it, it's kind of like whatever Dylan's smoking right now,
0: and then uh. So they argue she's not on fire. They're only showing her and him from, you know, the waist up. And then right. they go over to what's-his-face, Philip. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and he's got this red uh, Incredibles suit on. And he's going to go under the water. And uh, he's got a grenade. He's got a couple of the grenades. Uh, and they show him with the grenade in his hand. But instead of showing the grenade in his hand, they pan down to his waist where he's showing the grenade. In his hand.
3: <laughs> yes, like it's his uh his grenade utility belt. Yep. Like he he's fucking he,
1: he's Shark Batman.
0: He's he's Shark Batman.
1: Yeah. Okay, I'm back. I needed a drink.
0: <clears throat>
3: uh, th- this this movie might cause you
1: to drink.
0: Yeah. And and again, it kept pulling me out. Even if
1: it's, uh, oh, look at that. (laughs) This episode brought to you by Wegmans Sparkling Water Ginger
2: Mm, Flavor. Wegmans. (laughs) Oh. Oh. oh.
3: Mm. Where every day you get Michael Brody's best.
1: Wow. I really like that. That's like ginger ale without any sugar.
0: Yep. I like it.
1: That's, wow. A plus. I really like the Wegman's uh, seltzers. The They're pe- very the, good. The peach one is very good.
0: Um, my favorite is either the cherry pomegranate or the lime mint.
1: Mmm.
3: What, what's the one I like?
0: Tangerine pineapple?
3: Yeah, that one's good. <laughs> and the I orange like pineapple,
0: orange pineapple, or orange pineapple and tangerine blueberry, or tangerine black. I pepper. also
3: enjoy the um, the coconut lime
2: one. I like the coconut lime.
3: As you know well. what?
1: This would be an acceptable. Hey, the next time I get fucked up, I'll be like, "Oh, Kathy, I want a Wegman's ginger seltzer." Um, huh. I don't.
0: I don't like the coconut lime one because it tastes like suntan lotion.
3: Oh, I actually think it kind of tastes spicy. Hmm. But anyway, just- like
2: Casey. The, the coconut lime would be a good like uh, mixer with like uh, some liquor in there.
1: I think this with some bourbon would be pretty good.
0: Actually, the ginger with um, some gin.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> um.
0: So Kay's not on fire. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Quaid, Michael is sweating, and uh, <laughs> Philip has got the Incredibles red uh, suit on that he's going to dive with, and gets yelled at for not taking uh, um, hand grenades or grenades down with them because everything is made of fiberglass and it'll shatter.
3: Yep. Which is kind of some foreshadowing. Yeah. Um. Uh, so the other, the other part of this though is, and it's, it's the common theme throughout the, well, this movie. And then in the first two movies is uh, once again, some uh, uh, business decisions that uh, are being made that are maybe less than uh, stellar.
1: Yeah, uh, I I had a note about that, but um, <clears throat> I I also wanted to note that like they dive down to tranquilize the shark, completely unprotected in murky as hell water. Like, yeah, no cage, nothing. They are just like, yeah, ten foot great white, no big deal. We got it. Well, yeah. the
0: platform they were on had illumination under it, but that's about it.
1: Yeah, but still, like, ridiculous. So, but anyway, like, uh, as I described it, the log with teeth finally appears. It just, like, slams into people. And Dennis Quaid harpoons the shark through the dorsal fin with, like, a harpoon crossbow, something else that's in Deep Blue Sea. But again, that movie is 10 times better than this. Um, um God, and then also
2: through the movie. effect with the harpoon crossbow.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah
3: and then um the well the shark not only like brushed past them but it also uh locked onto the back of uh catherine's uh like uh, tank and stuff mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah so it was uh it, I I agreed with you though uh Dylan about like the the water and I'm like wait how are they how are they getting into this and like there's Like, you can't see your hand in front of you. How the fuck are you going to, you know, see the shark? You yeah, know, so, like,
1: I, I guess they, like, yeah, they wind up, like, tranquilizing it anyway somehow. And, like, <clears throat> I don't know. This it, this part to me is, like, so weird to me, how, like, uh, Louis Gossett Jr., like, radios in, and he's asking about the film, the film. And I'm like, why are they so worried about the film when they have a real fucking shark? Like... <laughs>
3: Because okay. he wanted the film of them capturing it, I guess. I, I yeah, don't they were
0: going to use I it. Don't... Basically, that's how they convinced. That's how Fitzroyce convinced them to let him do it. Uh, it, to take care of it is if they filmed it and used it as promotional material for the park.
3: Right. Again, but, it, but... it's all about the money. I,
1: I don't know. It just seems like a weird thing to be. It's it's kind of it's just like strange to me that it's like. Oh, we are going to have this video of this thing. It's like, but you have the shark too. Like just advertise the shark, <clears throat> which I guess is also a bad idea.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, we're getting there.
1: Um mm-hmm. anyway, uh the uh, prop shark <laughs> looks so derpy and it's like <laughs> it's just an underwater piñata basically. And uh, apparently, it's a great place for romance right next to a shark because Dennis Quaid just like jumps into the shark tank to help Catherine keep the water flowing into its mouth. Uh, and then it wakes up finally. Uh, that scene was very stupid. And finally, the undersea kingdom opens. Uh, there is a. It was a it's a wonderful
3: time.
1: time. Dude. <laughs> There was a terrifying like orca mascot walking in the front of the crowd. I did not <laughs> like that thing at all. Um, but Calvin is worried that the dead guy's body could like wash up somewhere around the park. And he wants, uh, he wants Brody to deal with it. And uh, he's like, it's going to be your fault if anything happens. And then we get, Country water skiing. Guys in gray jumpsuits water skiing. So much water skiing. Just, this movie has so much water skiing in it.
2: I know what I wanted to see. (laughs)
0: Duffy water skiing?
2: Yeah, Duffy water skiing.
1: Um... This aquarium is also apparently tricked out with, like, animatronic fish and octopus tentacles and shit to, like, harass the attendees as they're walking around. Um, it's like
3: a under undersea
1: haunted house. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, and apparently Calvin asked the prop shark, I mean the real shark, to be put into a very small tank. So now it basically just dies because it can't move around enough. And like, they talk about this, like they mention it, like how there's no great whites kept in, in, uh, aquariums or in captivity because, uh, if I'm not mistaken, their territorial boundaries are like massive, like potentially like going around the world. Uh, and if not that big, certainly larger than any aquarium can like, you know, comfortably provide them, um, because they're just fucking ridiculous animals.
0: Well, there's also the, the, and I don't know how true it is, but that if sharks stop moving, they die.
1: Yeah. They, yeah, they have to like stay in motion and it's just like, so if they don't have
0: enough room to move, they'll die because they have to keep moving.
1: Right. I mean, it's like, you know, there are the sharks that just like hang out at the bottom of the fish tank or or the, you know, exhibits um, or whatever. Uh, I don't I don't know exactly how that works, but I just know there has to be like some kind of like motion with sharks that the water has to like be constantly flowing or you know moving through their gills or whatever um, right
0: if um they they don't have to constantly be moving, but if they sink too far to the sea floor, um it's not oxygenated down there
1: yes or something so yeah.
0: so they have to kind of keep themselves in the oxygenated parts of the ocean or the water to stay alive. So in theory, what they did was put it in a shallow pool with not enough oxygen in the water.
1: Yep, and it dies. So yay, good job, humans. Mm -hmm. However, it turns out that the great white shark is not the only dead thing in the park because the dead guy finally shows back (laughs) up when his body floats in front of a viewing window. And someone just arbitrarily shoves a girl's face like right into it. for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the hell? Why did anybody do that?
3: <laughs> Good old Overman shows back up.
1: Um also when they take off the sheet, the corpse has a crab eating its head and a small eel slithers out of its mouth, which yeah. is like maybe the actually only cool part of the movie. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was pretty awesome. I like <laughs> rewound. I was like, oh, that was kind of nasty. Yeah. Like, good job there. You did you did that one effect pretty good. So right.
3: So uh what uh Mike Mike tosses his cookies. Yeah. At looking at the body and then uh, Catherine uh, goes up and takes a look herself.
1: Oh my god that part is so fucking funny when she like raises up her hands and she's just like <gasps> it's like it was this big.
3: <laughs> was she talking about Sean the
1: previous night? Yep. No she looked down and saw Overman's oh. dick. She was like <laughs> I was mean, nasty. I don't know. What was nasty about um the way that her, his like girlfriend talked about him, it sounded like he could have been like that. He's like, I got a big dick.
3: <laughs> what was nasty looking is like when she took the uh uh the curtain back or the, the the sheet the sheet back from him and like the one side of his body where the bite was. Yeah. With like the bone and everything that was like, yeah. like just crunched. I just like, ooh.
0: It, <laughs> it just, was so I mean, I understand that he was built like a manatee, but he, the the, the chest muscle was like enormous on this guy on this corpse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was kind of weird, but like I was like, all right, this isn't too bad. Yeah.
3: And that that's when they realized that the shark that they um, had killed. captured and the and then killed uh, was not the shark. That had uh, killed Overman.
1: Nope. It's like, it's the shark's mother.
3: Which, how the fuck did they determine that?
1: I don't know. This is just like such a random on the spot, like, deduction. Was
3: there like some Mori Povich uh,
1: (laughs) uh, maternity (laughs) test going on here? I mean, what the fuck? Mori Povich. Uh, Well, uh, there were apparently... I meant paternity. Well, uh, according to Mr. Povich, there were some issues, but it was with the filtration system pumps. Uh, But then we jumped to Calvin talking about keeping the sharks contained with a bubble system or marine segregation, as he puts it in uncomfortable terms. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) I was like, that was sure that sure was something that was just said gone
3: back uh, 20 years in the time lapse of this movie
1: uh, yeah also I felt like this scene was very badly ADR like I just felt like the dubbing was really off it looked very silly um, so he, take, but he takes a call about the the system the filtration system but he's like eh, just switch the tanks it's fine it costs too much money to like do what we would normally do properly uh, I also couldn't help but notice when he hangs up the phone like the guy that's next to him didn't he just look so annoyed or upset? Like he just looked like he was actively angry. Like he was aware that he was in Jaws 3D. (laughs) That was really fucking weird. Um, And it turns out of course that the issue at hand is the other shark as it is attempting to enter through the pump tunnels uh, Mike and Kay explained that the sh- you know, like that it's their mother, and Luc Casinger's like, the shark's damn mother, <laughs> which I thought was a pretty <laughs> fucking amazing line. That's what I would say. I,
2: I'm wondering if that was in the script or if he was just more so reacting to like the script. <laughs> like, That'd be amazing if the they director's were like, just like, you know what, we're gonna keep that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm just picturing um like if it was instead of Luke Gossett Jr. or Samuel L. Jackson, he's just, I'm sick of these motherfucking sharks in this motherfucking lagoon.
0: <laughs> I just my biggest it's gonna go on more, but my biggest beef, uh I, I have to wonder, uh, Liz Gossett Jr., his entire acting or the majority of his acting in this movie is by himself in the file cabinet uh <laughs> Uh, control yeah. room
3: with Cleveland.
0: With Cleveland, <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, they, they have a they have a good damn life
3: here in Cleveland.
1: Yeah, right. I, I, again, right. I love how like this entire place is run by like two people, like all the behind the scenes stuff. Mm. Um, but uh, uh, the shark appears swimming right towards the underwater restaurant and startles the people inside. Uh, Calvin actually, for what it's worth, makes the right call to evacuate the park and seal off to prevent the shark from escaping or attacking anybody. Mike, for some fucking reason, takes a popcorn cart from its driver to find his brother, (laughs) which is is hysterical because he could just clearly run faster than it. Like that was the part
2: that I said was unintentionally, I think, hilarious. Oh my God, that part was so
1: funny. I was like, wait a minute, hold on a second. But no, no, no. This next part, the way I don't know if you noticed the guy
2: off the uh, (laughs) freaking golf cart there. It was just hilarious.
1: (laughs) Okay, but there was something I noticed in the next scene that really threw me off, which was there's people like Royce starts going around with a loudspeaker or something and saying to get out of the water, um, and his assistant. Is also trying to get people out, and he bumps into this guy, and he oh winds the fat spilling, guy, yeah, and he winds up spilling his drink. Who then turns around and calls him a gay slur and tries to punch him. Like if you listen, if you turn up the volume enough, he says, "Might cut this part out," but he calls him a. F-
3: <laughs>
1: and I was I like, didn't oh. catch that. Dude, go back and just watch that one. Uh, part. I didn't.
3: I didn't, catch, I that. didn't I, catch
2: that.
1: It's crazy. I was like, "Oh my god!" And he tries to punch him and doesn't. His assistant just winds up punching him in the face, probably for saying that. It's crazy because you can like barely hear it. It's clearly not what like the recorded dialogue is supposed to be there, but like that's what was recorded in that scene with like the native camera, I think, and they forgot what to is- like. It I I
3: wonder it actually me. given the like. given the time that this movie was made. That's true. I wonder if it was actually in the movie originally and then in subsequent home video releases like the Blu-ray for instance Muted. they they edited it down
1: oh, like maybe they like dropped the audio to try it. Like they they couldn't remove it fully. They just tried to drop it out. Uh, they just tried to lower it down or reduce it down as much as they could. That could be, I don't know. But I mean, it still happens. And it's very like, wow. Like when I heard that, I'm like, that really kind of threw me off. Like I was just like, huh. You don't, I, don't watch a, I don't watch a lot of movies where that like word gets thrown around like without like a just, like sort of like a, Reason for it to be thrown around, like for like to the, the no. story. This was now, like, I want
3: to go watch uh, Predator.
1: <laughs> oh man,
3: <laughs> it was uh, Jesse Ventura's line.
0: No, wow. I um, I, I laughed. Well, at first, they're like, Oh, evacuate the park, you have to evacuate the park. So, I remember going to SeaWorld in Canada a long time ago.
3: Wait, did you go to Marine Land?
0: Marine Land, yeah.
3: Marine Land. Niagara.
0: Yeah, so I I remember going to Marineland. and is there not like a fire alarm or anything in this park? It's just dudes. Get out, get out.
2: Get out. running Run all <laughs> over of men off of popcorn carts and and like well- all the
0: kids so. rush to the popcorn like oh ground popcorn yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> ground popcorn
1: like he has to try to speak over what appears to be like some kind of like outdoor like rodeo hoedown and a guy with like a musket and shit. it's just like it's just like what when did this turn into like a weird slapstick comedy that it's just hey. like it's like Like, that's literally what's going on.
3: And that guy like when you um when when you were talking about um like Mike uh or Dennis Quaid being on coke the whole time. This whole scene of him running around the entire park. feels
1: like cocaine.
0: Like when he stops the car
2: yeah.
3: Like but, when
0: he dumps the cart and then trips over. And I, in, at Marineland, they had those same, yeah. you could rent the strollers for kids yeah, yeah. that looked like an orca tail and the little kid set or the baby set in the whale or the dolphin or whatever. And he like dumps the cart and then rolls down over all of the baby carriages that are like, <laughs> what the hell is happening?
2: Uh, and you know, like so the Craig guy, a baby out of a stroller, and uh, <laughs> well,
0: he <her>. almost hit <laughs> so, like, in the cart. They show him, like, get out of the way, and he almost like hits up two people, like pushing children.
1: <laughs> yes, um, so like cuts to like real Sean, and this woman just comes over. She's
0: like, oh my god, that
1: man's crazed. Would you watch my baby? <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, so. I mean, you mentioned the guy—the guy hosting the, like, the water ski show or whatever, the variety show on the water, whatever the fuck was happening there.
2: Because <laughs> you mentioned the mud show, there was all sorts of shit. What happened. is this? The yeah, Renaissance the, Festival. Oh, yeah. The mud show guys were peculiar. Yeah.
0: Well, they have that at the local Renaissance Festival here. They have like yeah. the mud show. I'm like, what is this? The flying landers meets the Renaissance Festival. <laughs>
2: I was um, yeah, I was wondering how the mud show fit in with like the because you already had like the people you know the attraction was like the water show, and then the, the 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 fish and the
3: dolphins and yeah everything else. Why the fuck do you need a mud show too?
1: And like um, and honestly, knowing this movie, I was surprised it didn't just cut to like. Like, fucking, I don't even know, like seven seconds of just like some mud skippers, like going like, arr, 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 like that thing they do where they fight with their mouths. It's just like, oh yeah, we had to put some nature footage in here. Remember, we're in like Aqua World or Sea World, excuse me.
3: So, I mean, the, the guy that was hosting that thing, like, practically wanted to fight him over the microphone, right? <laughs> and the, the thing is, is like, they're, they're all like doing the emergency, like you were saying, right. And maybe having like a siren or, uh, you know, some sort of Iron. emergency, uh, uh, emergency PA system or, or something. No, they don't have any of that, but he gets on the microphone and it's probably entirely unintelligible to the people on the boat and on the water skis. Right. It is get out of the water, get out of the water. Just, Simplify it down. Like, if you have like an emergency where people should get out of the water, just call it like Code Ninety Nine or something, right? Or you know, or Codex, Codex. <laughs>
1: you know, just
3: make yeah. it so. This it's... is
1: this shit is baffling. This is like yeah. this doesn't even at this point it's like this doesn't even look like or an aquarium. It looks like a summer camp that's been like tricked out <laughs> to be a fucking aquarium. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's the yeah. level of think like thinking of you know this is fucking Ernest goes to camp with a shark although honestly i think Ernest meets jaws would be a great film (laughs) that would it would probably be more entertaining than like as like an actual goofy movie it would probably be like pretty entertaining
2: i thought it looked like the guy with the musket was almost motioning to shoot him (laughs) yeah
3: yeah. Yeah, a little bit he's one of the oath keepers
2: (laughs) yeah He's
3: like, you're 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 uh taking over my spot here, Mr. Brody.
1: I just wrote he looks so stupid doing this. <laughs> um the shark swims up to the water skiers, and finally that's what like scares them into falling into the water. The shark roars. <laughs> <laughs> Like it misses out on the skiers. So it heads over to the inner tube area and bites Kelly after knocking her and Sean into the water. And then it makes a small like floating dock collapse and the water cuts into the people spreading blood in the water. Kelly actually gets out okay with everyone else. So like, actually, does anyone die in this part? I don't think so.
0: I don't think so. It's but kind do, of
1: weird. It's just like make a make bunch a of people get hurt. And then the shark's like, all right, I'll wait.
0: <laughs> I do have to make a quick comment, though, about Sean, um, baby brother Sean and Kelly. Because she's convincing him to go on the bumper boats, right? So she finished her work day or whatever uh, act that she had to do. Mm-hmm. And they go and get on the bumper boats. And he obviously does not want to. Um, but she's like, come on, going to be fun. And, and, he's he like, gets, and she- then,
1: and then there was a deleted scene where he was like, "But I'd like to bump her boat."
0: No, like he he gets on, and he's you know she climbs in after him, and she's like, "Are there really supposed to be two people on this?" And like it cuts back to it before the the shark, right before the shark bumps their bumper boat, and he says something, and you get the impression that. He does not want to be spending any time with her. He's gotten what he wanted out of her. He really wished she would leave her alone. Like he didn't like her anymore. Mm.
3: I didn't I didn't pick up on that.
0: I really did. He was like oh. sitting there like in the bumper boat, just kind of like leaning on his arm, like this like whatever. Like I mean, definitely... imagine
1: just go, just go to therapy. <laughs> Stay in Colorado, get therapy. <clears throat> but like yeah she a uh
2: toy story where uh I think Andy is like, I don't wanna play with you anymore and he drops Woody.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that, that was that was definitely the vibe that Sean was giving off of uh we've done our bit. Can why are we why are you still bothering me? <laughs>
1: He's got a friend in me. He's like, It wasn't worth the hangover. Pretty much. Also, the dolphins are left to fend for themselves. Um, But now, one of the actual best parts of the movie, when the incredibly fake-looking... Oh, wait, no, this is not the part. This is not the part. Sorry, I got it myself. However, the shark does look incredibly fake when it, like, does swim by the glass and whatnot, and it's, like, hitting the windows and shit. And as it does this, the emergency doors are closing, and water starts leaking in. So it traps a group of people in a small room that's like half filled with water. And I have to say, what a terribly designed system, Mike Brody. I can't believe you you have like choke points where you could just like capture people, and something like this would happen. There should be like a direct escape route. This is ridiculous. <laughs> like you uh, should
3: uh, write a letter, let a write a letter to the manager.
1: I will. Um. I
2: will I say that that portion of the movie if like we as a family I remember for a long time if we ever as a family ever went to like a theme park I was dead set that I would never never go into an underwater like uh like display thing like that
3: <laughs> because because we did this movie we did go to SeaWorld and they had one. Yeah. A walk through type thing with sharks. And I remember going through it. I don't know if you I,
2: went. I don't think I did because I was so like frightened. Like because yeah. of this movie.
0: <laughs> like you were afraid to get trapped?
2: Yeah. Well, so- there the water that a shark was gonna break through, like, yeah. Well that whole that whole thing. <laughs>
3: so I kind of wondered, was there like um Was there anybody that didn't make it
1: into the sealed up rooms? Um, I don't believe so, which is weird because for some reason I was like, oh man, isn't there a scene where like a bunch of people die in this movie? And it's like, no, they don't. There's no scene of like a room full of like people who drowned or anything like that.
3: Yeah. I mean, after the kill counts of Jaws 2, this one definitely, there's not a lot of kills
1: in this movie. I mean, so far it's killed like what? Uh, Oberman and a fish, right?
3: And the, the two uh thieves
1: and the two thieves, so it's got three. I feel like Jaws, like in the first one, definitely had a, like at least five, right?
3: <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, you had Kintner, you had the girl, girl you the had, uh, yeah, you had uh, your your guy, the, the legless wonder guy, yep, yeah, um, Quint,
1: Quint. and the dog. Not the dog. No, the dog gets eaten. Whippet just disappears. Oh. And uh, Ben Gardner. So that's like, yeah, what, Ben sixth? Gardner, yeah.
3: Well, that whole boat, I thought they said uh, maybe didn't make it. I didn't know that the dog got it. I told Liz that the dog didn't.
1: No, I believe the dog got it.
3: Liz is sad now.
0: Why I do you know have to make Liz sad? The dog died.
1: And then it, it got at least like three or four in Jaws too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, Dylan. yeah tell us the dog didn't die the
0: dog didn't
2: die thank you just thinking of like another pop culture thing that's like mike's like um there's an episode (laughs) of friends where like uh phoebe like uh the the rest of them are watching old yeller and phoebe is like oh it's the end of the movie and it's like yeah or the you know the family's all content and happy with their dog and everything else like her family, her parents, like purposely didn't let her watch. Oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. The end of the movie. Uh, so <laughs> then uh, they're they're watching the end of the movie, and uh, she like uh, she happens to come in. She's like, "Oh my god, what are they doing? No, no, stop! Don't don't do it." <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching that one with my dad. So let's just have this big like reveal like that.
0: I yeah, I can't I can't watch any movie where the dog dies. I can't.
1: I understand. <laughs> well, anyway, uh there that does uh, that does not happen in this, but we do go to a welding shop and uh <laughs> I understand like what they're doing here, but also what the fuck? This is just so strange <laughs> for some reason.
3: It almost felt like a different movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was really weird. They're just like welding a bunch of shit together to fix the the tubing, like the, the tu- the tubing, the tunnel. It's a series of tubes, the internet, <laughs> it's a series
0: of tubes. Um, so. Uh, you commented about the smoking around people using acetylene torches.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That seems uh-huh. dangerous. Actually, that does seem A dangerous. little
3: bit, a wee little bit.
1: Um, so, you know, Aqua World's fucking stoolie is back to make a statement about the incident. And like, God this guy i would not believe him for a second he like works for the trump administration probably or or did at some point he's such a fucking like bad actor uh and everyone is trying to figure out like what to do in order to get the shark out or dead so they decide to lure it out with live bait aka themselves and again i ask because i don't understand why they can't just chum the water lure the shark to shallow water and then shoot it in the head with a pump at shotgun nope they chum the water in front of them to lure the shark along with metallic noises and plan to blind the shark with high power cameras like (laughs) why (laughs) just shoot these things how come no one just like and again like I'm not trying to get like, all. I'm not trying to make some weird statement about like the Second Amendment or anything, but like, seriously, just have a gun, get someone with a gun. You're in Florida. People love guns down there. People be like, excuse me, Mr. Redneck Hillbilly listening to obituary over there. I need you to bring that 12 gauge over here today, right now. In fact, what am I going to do with it? You're going to shoot a shark. Well, okay there, mister. Let me call my cousin. Friends. He's got a bazooka. <laughs> yeah, my, it's like, oh, my cousin. Yeah, he's also my brother. <laughs>
3: I'll bring my dad uncle with me too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's only got one tooth. And I'll bring my uncle dad, too. <laughs> uh, so you said something, Sean? Uh, no. So the shark finally appears. And, like, I don't know. I don't know if it looked as bad as the shark in Jaws 2. But, like, I I think it's just because it's dark and they film it much closer. um, And it kind of, like, because the shark was, like, out of the water a lot in Jaws 2 when it was, like, there. And it looked pretty not real. This is, like, (laughs) all right, at least the movie looks kind of crummy, kind of, like, masks up some of the details. But there's, like... They do a lot of interacting with the shark, and there's a lot of shots of it like sneering that look really goofy. And also, its mouth is just like open in a funny way. So every time it came on screen, I just went ah.
2: Like (laughs) it just this one looked generally, in particular, like bad. Like it seemed like the shark could really only move like they could just have it moving in one direction, and like it just
1: it was like one shot repeated over and over again. Yeah,
2: it, it looked weird uh to me. It, like and they could only have it go in one direction and then it's almost like they had to like reset everything for it to like move again. It was just yeah. It shark didn't really look good in this one.
1: It weirdly <laughs> looked kind of okay when it was like its tail. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe because yeah, it I wasn't its face.
0: <laughs> when you 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 like look at me you're like did it just Growl. <laughs> yep.
3: Yeah, it it, 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 you mentioned earlier that it growled. I didn't pick up on that one, but later on in the movie, I it, it, like towards the end, it definitely growled. <laughs> I think it was at the point when, um, when oh yeah, uh, uh, Philip K. Uh, McCorkendale was in the uh, in the <laughs> cave with it.
1: Okay, but. I completely forgot about this scene. And honestly, I thought it was fucking amazing. When he lures the shark, when Royce, whatever his name is, he lures the shark into the pipe, but then he gets cornered. And we get this amazing scene of them getting pulled into the shark's mouth. And then from inside the shark, getting crushed and like eaten or partially eaten as blood flows out of the shark's gills. I completely forgot that scene happened. And I was like, you know what? that was kind of awesome. That was like a very brief moment where this movie was actually good. I was like, that in another Jaws movie, I'm good with. So I don't know. I don't know if it has shown up elsewhere, but I liked that scene. I thought it was pretty great. It <laughs> was ridiculous.
0: Laughing because it looked like he was grabbing f- like foam and throwing it out of the shark's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like making room for himself in the shark. (laughs) We clear space. Um, And then uh, just a little bit of shark trivia that I just looked up uh, because we discussed that the shark was growling. Sharks don't have vocal cords. They can't growl.
1: Correct. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's like, that's a thing in shark movies where just for some reason they roar. Mm. So it's very silly. Anyway, Kelly heads down to help out Mike as he is welding the tunnel shut. And uh, Calvin orders the pumps shut down, even though his technician guy proposes to just blow it up, which I thought was pretty hilarious. He's like, why don't we just blow it up? <laughs> like, Why don't we just blow it up? <laughs> Cleveland.
3: Cle- Cleveland offered to blow it
1: up. <laughs> then Somehow the shark figures out that moving back and forth with its tail can unlock the gate. And they're all like, my God, it's learning. So it does so and escapes. And I was just like watching as the shark basically backed up in reverse. It was like beep, 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 <laughs> wide load coming through. Um, or, or the Amazon vans, which I found out are the things that go like, wah, wah, wah. they make like the really weird ones. Um, the shark swims at Mike and Kelly, but thankfully the dolphins are back. Uh, They must have like had a field day playing with this big fake shark. Uh, One of the dolphins appears to be like eaten. I don't know. It's just kind of weird, Um, but it does live. And uh, the shark chases Mike and Kay into the airlock where it like is just like, hang on. I got to get you with my one little tooth here. (laughs) Which I was like, this is ridiculous.
0: The equivalent of somebody sticking their foot in the door.
1: It would have been funny if the shark had like grown a little hand on its face. It was like, no, 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 I'm gonna open it up. <laughs> um let me in, you see. Uh but they seal it off eventually, and then the people are rescued from the flooding aquarium. Um, but then then we get the greatest scene ever where the paper mache shark, that's <laughs> what it looks like begins floating towards the control room and there's some truly terrible slow motion and then it just takes like a full few seconds for the shark to quote burst through the glass and flood the control room. It fucking, dude, it fucking st- like literally just stops in midair. Well, it's first. the 3D. Yeah, as the glass breaks. And again, Deep Blue Sea also did this as well as the harpoon crossbow thing. But Deep Blue Sea did this way better. And the shark chomps uh, Cleveland, I'm pretty sure, which is actually pretty gruesome because you can hear him go like, ah! And then you just hear, ah! Which is. Well, well here's, here's what
3: I'm wondering. And it, we're, we're going to get to a part with uh, uh, Simon McCork and Phillipsburg. Um, he okay, so he was in the. I mean, not too far deep into the shark. I my theory is is that Cleveland may have gotten bit, but didn't bite it because the shark couldn't do anything further to him.
1: He oh, had so actually, Royce in his throat. Oh, it was actually Royce was like, "I'm not dead yet. Ah, oh, I am now." Yeah. yeah. I'm going to wonder
2: about the glass. I mean, that was underwater. So, like, I mean, it had to have been pretty thick glass. I mean, would it, like, shattered that way?
1: Like,
0: Here's my theory. (laughs)
1: Absolutely not. They
0: alluded to that at the beginning of why they couldn't use the grenade. Everything is fiberglass. It will shatter.
3: So the frame around the glass was made of fiberglass.
1: Oh, so what you're saying is that the glass was made out of glass, and because it was made out of glass, they shouldn't break the glass.
3: <laughs> but the fiberglass broke.
1: Okay, it doesn't matter. It still looks stupid, <laughs> and it's dumb, and it's terrible. Like <laughs> that's, I'm, that's not how windows break. <laughs> um, the, they break the version, when a
3: shark goes through them.
1: The version yeah. of it in Deep Blue Sea is so much better. It is so much funnier uh, because I mean, have you have you guys seen Deep Blue Sea? I don't know
3: if I have or not. I oh man, we,
1: we should absolutely watch it because it's like such a good B movie. You'll, I think you'll very much enjoy it. It's like it's so good. Well, um, I had
0: um, suggested that uh, if we go on, if if we don't watch Noah's Shark, we either watch Deep Blue Sea or The Meg.
1: Oh. The me- <laughs> we should also watch um forty nine meters down or whatever. I heard that was pretty like good shark movie. Yeah, right, we're gonna have
3: to have like a spinoff podcast of just <laughs> shark shark
1: movies. We're just a shark movie podcast now. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So this part looks ridiculous. Um,
3: we can revisit Santa Jaws.
1: Mike, uh, see, he's still in like Scooby-Doo and stuff, and I and uh, I guess like Louis Gossett Jr. just sort of like swims away and escapes this scene. I think I him, really him and the
3: girl, him and the woman that were working there, they went out like uh, the door,
1: uh, yeah, they just swim away, and that's the last we see of this movie, they they escape yeah. it. And he sees Royce inside the shark's mouth still holding this fucking grenade. And they try to basically slim Jim the pin out of its, out of the grenade. Like, I guess Royce is just in rigor mortis. So he has like an iron grip on this thing. And they're just using like this bent piece of like piping or metal or whatever And there's also like a one second shot of like stop motion, I think, outside of the shark, like flailing around. And then they pull the pin and the shark explodes like three times as 3D pieces of meat and bone. And of course, the jaws fly towards the screen and they just are like, all right, we're going to hang out here for a little while. And uh, it looks uh,
3: it's quite the kill shot it's yeah yeah,
1: it it really looks like uh something from mortal Kombat. um and uh and thank god you know that dennis quaid survived to continue his bad coke habit and uh (laughs) kay survived and uh both dolphins made it and the 3d dolphins in the freeze frame look fucking terrible too (laughs) oh
0: my god those were terrible it
1: looked like a screensaver
3: Liz, you you said something I don't think you've said it yet on the podcast, but you said that what the all the three D effects looked like something
0: like puffy stickers.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you remember those, like when you were young, right? The like the puffy stickers that you could get. Yeah. I don't know if they had them when you know you were younger, Dylan. But
0: a big thing I in the eighties was to collect yeah. stickers and get sticker books and stuff. Yep. Yeah, and you could get the scratch and sniff ones. And you could get all, like, the glitter and shiny ones. And then they had ones that were, like, vinyl puffy stickers. And all of the 3D in this movie, to me, looked like somebody took puffy stickers of, like, a, some Jaws or the Dolphins or a submarine and just stuck them on the film. A fish head. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. So that's the end of the movie. Um, And, uh, I mean, look, Jaws 3 is bad. It's the acting is bad. The script is bad. The direction is bad. The shark generally looks pretty bad.
0: The cinematography Um, is bad. bad.
1: Cinematography Mm -hmm. is bad. Um, but this kind of just feels bad to me. Like, you know, it's Jaws 3D. I was like, kind of expect it was, I was not expecting this to be good. And I don't remember liking this as like a kid either. So it's not like I, like, I did not think this is good. You know, this is like, This feels very firmly placed in the eighties. And it's really like stretching how far we can believe that these sharks are like actually vengeful and the Brody family name is cursed and all that shit. But I love the idea of a 3d shark movie. That sounds like a good time. I would have much rather seen a movie that just was like cashing in on the jaws name. That just was like a shark down and out, just killing and eating people in like a flooded aquarium. That sounds great. Right. Yeah. Down and out. Oh, down, down and, and out. Shark. Raw dogging it. <laughs>
2: just feeling down and out at the bar. Like,
1: oh, like, I guess I meant to say like. I guess I meant to say that before. Like, just it's like a down and out like bloodbath. Not like oh. the shark is there and the shark's <laughs> are like,
0: man, shark, I'm really sad. The shark, the shark doesn't like really walking in and go postal. <laughs> it's like a hobo shark.
2: Yeah um so it's so uh, weird with this site. like i know it's not good but it, there's an elements of it that i find humorous and like can watch for like a um i don't know kind of like ironically sort of like i'm just going into it because i i can laugh at some of the stuff so i like i can purposely watch a bad movie or you know if like one of the like friday the 13th sequels i was thinking you know sort of like um jason takes manhattan is pretty bad but i can like sit there and watch it and enjoy it on the level of like knowing that it's not good but find stuff in it that like it's just humorous to me um or i can look at things like the bad you know bad 3d effects or the thing where they're um, acting. <laughs> watching from the control center, and the little yellow submersible goes by, and they're waving or whatever, and like, like stuff like that. I can laugh at with this. I think I, I just because like I remember that like of the underground or the underwater like tunnel thing. I think I mean I remember watching this one quite a bit, and. It, I I think I you know I it's like a kid I don't think I like disliked it in a way it was just like okay another, you, know, you know a shark movie yeah but yeah I mean I know it you know doing this obviously I mean this is I mean the second movie was you know I think that still parts of it watchable enjoyable and you know I could go back to it every now and then. But it was definitely we're we're seeing that like progression uh from like the first being an outright like classic like five star movie to like this is just like <laughs> not great uh whatsoever. And I dare say
3: that the descent will continue.
1: I will say though, in terms of it being like that kind of a bad film, I would say it's a very good uh like example of one because it's something that like if I absolutely like just needed to put something on like I don't know maybe I have worse having like some people over and I just wanted to like have something on in the background. Fucking put if you put this on it's a great movie to get loaded to because once you're like loaded at you know which is probably like once it's like kind of gotten going and the big shark shows up then it's like you're drunk and the movie's not that bad and you're just like <laughs> wow this is so fucking stupid like Once it gets to that part, it's pretty, like, enjoyable and whatnot. So I think, um, and for what it's worth, even though the acting in it is terrible, I'm like, everyone is, like, trying in this movie, which does make it, like, pretty goddamn, like, hilarious to see how hard they are trying to, like, sell this shit. Um, It is weird to compare it to Jaws 2, because Jaws 2 tries very hard to be as good as the first film And I think kind of suffers for being too earnest, even though it has a lot more things working in its favor. And Jaws three is just like, it's safe to say they weren't trying to be the first film. They were just trying to keep the series going to see how like long they could, regardless if it was going to be like bad or not or whatever, you know, everyone's just kind of like, yeah, it's a shark movie and like, they're just going to go see it. So yeah, that's kind of how I like feel about it. I'm sure you could just watch scenes of it like on YouTube if you were so inclined. So you don't have to sit through like Dennis Quaid's completely coked out acting in it. God, I'm like, it's just like, I can't let it down, man. I feel like I'm just like beating a man when he's down. But like, it's just so funny how he was like, I'm coked out, was coked the hell out in this movie. I, think- I mean,
3: it, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you know, watching these movies. The, it's not a huge time commitment, really, to like just put this on. Like, I mean, if you're if you're gonna go as far as to watch clips on YouTube, you might as well just put the whole fucking thing on and watch. Yeah. ninety yeah. a ninety minute movie, you know.
0: Yeah, while well, uh, you know, even if like we watched it while we were eating dinner or yeah, while you're doing something. Um, I think I really hated it. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Um, no, it's okay.
3: It's okay. I, I, I mean, you're like, oh,
0: knew- it has these redeeming things, and blah, blah blah I'm like, there is not one redeeming fucking thing in this movie. For me. Oh my!
1: Oh boy, um, I I don't think Liz is gonna make it far in the next one.
0: So, like, well, for me, like I said, the thing, you know, right up front, you know, if you when you were talking, we were talking about the second one, and you're like, oh my god, it's just like this, this. Try like teen slasher fic meets after school special with lots of boat footage, like aerial boat footage. Um, at least the cinematography was pretty, and right. like shots were composed, and people were actually, like you said, trying
4: mm-hmm. to
0: act. And in in the in Jaws three, it was just like. It was like it was filmed on a camcorder and they could only frame it with like two feet of person per thing. So let's clip this and cut that and never they probably get only up...
1: had like enough for like two takes or something. Right. And
0: never get like any full body shots of anybody doing anything. Um like even when Sean and Kelly were, you know, getting it on in the water. It was just with the waist. <laughs> And I'm just like, where's all, where are the rest of these people?
3: Yeah, um, I mean I would have liked something like you know when the people got stuck in the in the um, the underwater uh, tube system thing, whatever the fuck it was called, the underwater experience, whatever whatever the hell it was called, like maybe maybe so, at least one one or two people don't make it out to the like the sealed off area or like into the sealed in area and like the shark does get through the glass in one of the sections and actually um like actually one of them yeah gets gets one or two people in that fashion i i would have liked i would have liked that i think it would have it would have it would have made those people feel that much more in danger as like watching the movie you know and then they're like okay well we can still get them through this way and this way and this way They don't have to go through where the shark broke the glass because you imagine how long that would take to repair, right?
1: (laughs) Um, I I don't know what movie it's in. I know it's in something, but they should have just had a scene where it like got flooded and they're like, we could rescue them. And then they just like look in the window and it's just like, all the people just like floating, and I was like, "Damn, this movie got real grim." <laughs> um, there's like but, an old dead lady. There's like dead old ladies. There's dead children. Like every just like one of those like a scuffed animal floating by. Like one of them. <laughs>
3: The stuffed animal's missing a leg because apparently Jaws wanted to bite the leg off of a no. A it's, no, it's
1: because they started starving so they began eating the stuffed animal. <laughs> <laughs> you see it like in another guy's mouth. He's just like... <laughs> <laughs>
0: like some Build-A-Bear stuck in his mouth. <laughs> oh uh, boy, man. I, am, I, cannot so, wait I definitely like one. Uh, I like two less than one. I didn't like 3 at all. I spent the entire movie trying not to Rift Tracks it or oh, MST3K it. Um, I was very surprised that neither Rift Tracks nor MST3K ever um, did Jaws 3D. Um, so I have to imagine that's that a bit shocking. Licensing yeah, uh, yeah. of some kind to prevent them from doing it. But it's definitely a movie that is only redeemed in its mock ability.
1: Yes, absolutely. It's a. I yeah. do believe it is a good, bad film.
3: Right. So yeah. now we conclude the Brody saga, not knowing anything about Cruel Jaws, so you can correct me if I'm wrong, but we conclude the Brody family saga in Jaws the Revenge, uh, Dylan. Yep. And... Um, I I had this thought that came into my head earlier and I wanted to run it by you guys. And I think, I think maybe we could do it at the end of this next episode, or we could do it at the conclusion of cruel jaws episode. We could do a thing with, um, I mean, the first movie came out in 1975, right? Right. So we're three short years away from the 50th anniversary And not suggesting that they ever will, but say they do what Hollywood is apt to do, and they do a brand new version of the Jaws movie. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So here's the assignment, if you guys are willing to accept it. Come up with your Chief Brody, Ellen Brody, Hooper, Quint, and the Mayor. From like current Hollywood.
1: Oh, interesting.
3: Yes.
0: So cast the remake.
3: Cast the remake, of the 50th anniversary reboot, if you will, of Jaws. In your mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. We can either do it. We can either do it at the end of the the Revenge episode or Cruel Jaws, whatever one you prefer.
1: Uh, let's just, I think we should do it for the revenge episode because it's like actually, you know, related to that. Is it like, okay. do we have, to, did you want us to like come up with the plot or just like who you would do as those characters? Oh, as those characters, the remake in my mind
3: is a shot for shot remake of okay. the original. Okay. Okay. So we're, yes. we're not going
1: to get too deep into that and why it's not no.
3: religious. <laughs> right,
1: right. This is just
3: uh, your fantasy casting. If you were going to use current people.
0: Speaking of uh film anniversaries, uh one of my favorite films of all time is celebrating its 40th uh anniversary next week. Hmm. At the end of next week? No. And what's that? Tron.
3: Oh, Tron. Nice.
0: Tron. So oh. I will be I will be watching Tron uh, and probably Tron Legacy. We saw a, we saw a guy
2: at a show recently that we called Tron.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, we could tell that story. Just a quick uh, finish.
1: Oh, I have, so, a qu- I have a
3: movie story. So, um, I mean, did you want to do yours first to keep it movie?
1: Yeah, I'll do it real quick. I went to go see one of my favorite movies because it also turned 40. I went to go see John Carpenter's The Thing And uh, it was an absolute uh, disaster of a screening uh, for the two nights across the country, where on the first night it played, I did not go to that, it apparently showed in the wrong aspect ratio, so the movie just looked terrible and sounded really bad. It was corrected, but the sound was still really bad, and for my screening of it, it started... 50 minutes after the listed starting time, which was seven o'clock when seven o'clock hit, we were treated to a timer that counted down an additional 30 minutes. Then it, it, the documentary started playing randomly. Then the movie started and just looked not good and didn't sound correct. And it was just a very bad experience. My friend that was with me who showed me the movie in third grade uh fucking left cuz he was so uh just like fuck this i'm going to miss my train home and he just <laughs> left uh so needless to say i was able to get a refund for it however other uh things that happened that night as um like throughout the country that this fucking shit happened this guy wrote I'm sitting in a theater waiting for someone to start the movie that was supposed to start 22 minutes ago. Someone keeps trying to start the movie and are repeatedly failing. I've seen about 15 seconds. Theater staff just told us that someone deleted the movie and that it would be at least an hour. Another one said, we're in a theater in Savannah, Georgia right now. The Wednesday showing was to start at seven o'clock. It is now seven 55. Somebody just came in and told us that due to technical difficulties, the movie won't be starting for an hour. It's now 915 and still nothing. I'm in a theater in New Jersey. Movie cut out halfway through. Came back for a few minutes, then cut out. Lights are up and someone said we're getting refunds. I went tonight along with a friend who went again to see the corrected version, but show was canceled at 720 because uh, they never received the movie. Uh, I just came from the second viewing of the thing. It started an hour late and the picture went out 10 minutes into the film. That's when I left. My theater canceled their June 22nd showing of the thing due to a broken projector. Incredible disappointment for me and the people I was with. Is there any, any chance you'll, there will be a rescheduled showing to make up for this? Waited half an hour for the film to start just to be told it won't show due to technical difficulties. And it's just like a loading screen. Wow.
0: I have so. to wonder, why wasn't it like a fathom event?
1: It was a fathom event. So
0: it should have been broadcast live, right? Like streaming?
1: Yeah, and it's weirder even further because this is not a difficult movie to get. It's been released on, as far as I know, every single format that you possibly could. I mean, it's absolutely, like, for sure, it's been released VHS, DVD, Blu-ray. I think there's, like, a 4K edition of it out now. Like, it's probably pretty easy to get a streaming copy of it. Like, it's not hard to get your hands on it. So, but yeah. they the
0: amount of time they struggled they could have sent somebody over to like Best Buy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, well, well, suffice to
3: say, if they would have gone and gotten the Blu-ray of uh, Jaws three, it still would have looked shitty.
2: Yeah. It yeah. wouldn't look good. Yeah.
3: So
1: uh, I wound up watching yeah, what a the movie. Mess. Yeah. It was not a pleasant experience. And like, I also think I'm not going to go to any more of those cult movie screenings because like people just talk throughout the whole time. They like, you know they laugh at things that you maybe you just like have never really laughed at and even if you do think it's like kind of funny it's like just shush i want to watch the movie sure. there was like a drunk lady there who was like you know just reacting very like explicit like not explicit, just over exaggeratingly like reacting and i was like okay all right like We've seen, we're all seeing this movie. But, you know, what was even more fucked up was there had to have been at least one person there that hadn't seen the movie. And they're, like, playing the documentary, and it's during, like, one of the big, like, scenes where there's, like, it's a very, like, iconic scene in the movie. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? So, yeah. I was
2: going to ask, the documentary was about the movie then?
1: Yes, and they were playing it before the movie started. Like, (laughs) how does that... And some people were like, great, I'm going to see the movie and then I'm going to see the documentary. And yeah, so just like and even John Carpenter, like made a statement about it. Um, The producer of the film made a statement about it. Like they were all very well aware of it because the movie wound up making some money. Actually, it made like half a million dollars because of people going to see it. But it was just such a terribly botched experience. I wound up watching it the next night (laughs) at home.
3: What's cool here is, um, I mean, I we, got, we do, that I got a refund. <laughs> well, I'm mean, at here in Rochester. I mean, we do get a lot of the fathom events and we've gone to some of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I loved the, uh, all the rip track, track
1: stuff I, I have gone to was good. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Those have always been gone off uh, pretty well. Uh, but what I was going to mention is beyond those, uh, one of the things that we have here and they, they've often had like a lot of, um, uh, people like that are affiliated with the movies, uh, in attendance, and I don't know if they've been doing them since COVID. But um, at uh, the George Eastman House, um, which right here in Rochester, New York, they have a theater uh, where they'll present like um, different cuts of movies sometimes, and then different um, different versions, like the thirty-five millimeter versions mm-hmm. or what have you and they'll sometimes have people that come in and do q a's before them. uh sometimes some of the stars of the movies if they're available or or people that were involved in the movie uh directors or what have you um and it's really a neat experience uh, it it's it's kind of like one of those places that's just a treasure that we we're lucky to have here and i know we we gone to a few things there and it's always a a wonderful experience And the thing about it is is people that go to things there are people that want to be there for it and not people that are trying to make themselves part of the show.
0: Right. It's like, um, you know, like you said, it's at the Eastman house um, and uh, it's been renovated. So it's not like the archaic theater that existed in the Eastman house when it was a a home. Um, And part of the Eastman museum is the international uh, photography and film museum. So um, one of the oldest and largest archives of actual film exists in Rochester. And they also do a lot of the film um, restoration for stuff that's like when Gone with the Wind started to deteriorate and getting it, you know, Mm -hmm. um, reformatted onto so we didn't lose it. Cause a lot of older films that were shot on actual celluloid film are disintegrating. Right. Um, so at, like you said, at the Eastman theater, they have, you know, Oh, this was just recently restored. We're going to show it. And then they usually invite somebody who had something to do with the film, whether it was one of the actors or a director or a cinematographer or a writer. Um, so, you know, we've seen some really cool stuff. Yeah, um,
3: I'm just seeing like, um, like if they have anything like playing like in the next month, that's
1: a friend, my um, buddy, uh, he went to he saw the thing it, when he went to college in Boston at a place <laughs> called the Coolidge Corner Theater that did screenings. And he said that was excellent. And I went there with him one time to see a screening of Alien, which was also fucking excellent. You know, also one of my <laughs> favorite movies. Like much like better experience, you know. I yeah. mean, it was there were definitely not that many people there. Okay,
3: so me. yeah, yeah. So like on July first, they're showing a 35 millimeter version of Fargo.
1: Yeah, like that's cool.
3: And then uh, on July 23rd, they have um, the first uh, Mission Impossible movie on a 35 millimeter version. So, and they're doing those like all the time, like all sorts of different movies, uh, some foreign films, uh, some classic films. There, it's just it's it's a really neat thing. It's called the Dryden Theater, Dryden, D R Y D E N. But uh, yeah, so it, it's interesting sometimes, like uh, when. You know, they, they have those events, but then you can really go and immerse yourself into that world of theater where people are actually there to really immerse themselves. Yeah,
0: I, I that's always one of the big things that
3: yeah.
0: I, I'm i an asshole magnet when we go to the movies anytime, regardless of what we go to see. Right. And I'm always ending up with somebody behind me talking or somebody in front of me on their phone or some kid kicking my seat. It makes you not want to go. It makes yeah. you not want to bother. It makes you want to stay home and just... Uh, I mean,
3: honestly, it's one of the reasons why we don't go too often. But, um, yeah, I mean, we were going to tell the story, uh, concert story, but I think we can probably skip that, Sean.
4: Yeah. <laughs> About a Tron?
3: Yeah. <laughs> but, but, I mean, basically, it was just a guy that was like, as far as we could tell, was just had the same uh, tattoo from like up high on his neck all the way down to his waist, and it kind of looked like uh uh tron like the the mapping of tron okay in a way and it was all the way down his arms too wow
0: dedication yeah
3: yeah. well we don't know if it went any further than that because we weren't gonna ask he was a bit weird
1: or where it went
3: yeah (laughs) but yeah what a fun episode
1: tonight huh yeah long one sorry about that sorry it took us so long to get through fucking Jaws three
3: Hey but you know what it, it, it it's a testament to like when we were are talking about something we're having a fun time even though the movie was shit we were having a fun time talking about a shitty movie uh so i, I think it's I, I think it's a true testament to that but uh yeah let's let's get out of here for tonight if you want to check out our stuff you know our webpage and our facebook page and all that stuff you know where to get the episodes so all that could, you know you know the drill but let's uh let's close ourselves out of here Thanks for visiting Jim's BBQ, where you can now enjoy our underwater bar and restaurant in a shark tank.
1: What? <laughs> were, you, were you trying to say it like the guy? <laughs> or were you just trying to say it like your weird know. Mike way? All right, Weird um, Mike way, I think. I don't know. Wrong. Thanks for visiting Jim's BBQ in 3D! Oh.
2: Thanks for visiting Jim's BBQ, where where right now all kids get a free scoop of popcorn from the ground. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one.
0: Thanks for visiting Jim's BBQ, where now on special is our sibling sandwich.
1: Oh. Oh. $1.50 for a side bump of Coke. (laughs) Yeah. I
2: was going to say something like, thanks for visiting Jim's BBQ, where now on special is a pile of coke with Dennis
1: Quaid. Whoa! (laughs) That's a big pile of coke. Thanks for visiting Jim's cocaine!
3: (laughs) (laughs) You don't mind, you don't mind. Cocaine.
0: (laughs) Thanks for visiting Jim's BBQ, where even the dolphins are fat.
2: (laughs) Oh, oh my god. god, look
1: at that dolphin, it's put on so much weight. Oh, Becky, I could just do some cocaine and then be thin again.
0: Riding right Cowboy,
1: thanks look for visiting that. cocaine. Look <laughs> at that dolphin's butt. Oh my god, you could do cocaine off its butt. It's so like oh Jesus. All right, enough. <laughs>
2: We're this BBQ with uh, where for dessert we'll mouth kiss one of your relatives. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm glad I didn't end the broadcast yet. <laughs> where
0: will
4: mouth kiss? Mm-hmm. <laughs>